guys both in the minefields. Tony Morales, what's up, brother? Man, it's another day in paradise, dude. Just freaking, uh, not as good as this past weekend, though. Yeah, we had a free comic book day. That was god so that was that was epic. That was goddamn epic. Like I've had free comic book days uh, before, but not like that. that. That was that was like we were on a fucking mission. <laughs> like, yeah. and it, like we didn't even really discuss what we were gonna do. It's like like the ethos of everything that we always do when we go on the hunt. We just like mm-hmm. I was like, hey, you gotta pick me up because I gotta record, and you're like, cool, and then uh, we just went through it. Yeah. Now we ended up hitting uh, four different shops, freaking. Most of it, we had pretty much at all our freaking favorite spots in the springs, which is always freaking pretty awesome. I agree. You know, we, had, we started out with Ed's, we hit up uh, Muse, hit up Vans, and then we freaking went over to Escape Velocity. And then we over had, freaking on the west side. Don't forget that Bratwurst and Fry and Excellence Shake and uh, Sweet Tea local joint. Oh, yeah. Up. Yeah, no, I was, I was a pretty good brats, I'm not going to lie. Freaking you know. Do we do a good broad every now and again? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, we got we got some regular ass comics to talk about that came out this week. Um, before we get too into it, man, uh, my birthday was last week, and my family hooked it the fuck up. I got I think nine, now. nine AW figures, and uh, I've shown this to you. Like I I opened it, but I I couldn't bring myself to actually like rip the the cards out and stuff. It's just too pretty. Nightwing, and nice. Red, Nightwing, Red Hood, Darkseid, Steppenwolf. Those haven't come in the mail yet. Uh, I did get my Thomas Wayne, my uh, um, Thomas Wayne, and what the hell else? I'm, I'm spacing, man. They're all they're all in my office right now. Like, uh, oh nice. The cleaning Mr. Freeze, maybe. Oh, dude, uh, they, dude, did you see the Lobo? McFarlane has already. I have not seen it yet. No. He has already robbed me for November. Like it's coming. <laughs> it, it is a gnarly ass perfect Lobo. I, like if there is a God in heaven or a Satan in hell, McFarland will release a goddamn motorcycle to go with that son bitch. Oh, he's definitely gonna be a motorcycle at some point. It's gotta have a motorcycle or at least a mail away uh, crush. That's true. Mail away crush. They also released a. Uh, uh, Son of Krypton, and that's coming out in November as well, and a Birds of Prey uh, Harley in the uh, Roller Girl in the gold thing. It was actually better sculpt than the the Suicide Squad one that came out for the for the movie. Oh, awesome! Okay. And then the McFarland store just keeps getting better and better. Uh, the the new if you, you guys aren't following, it's McFarland Toys Store. There's two S's, one at the end of Toys and one at the beginning of Store. Uh, dot com, but everything is there direct. Um, it's one of the few times I would suggest actually going direct from the retailer on this sort of thing because if you spend X amount of money, like if you spend fifty bucks, you get a special edition of Spawn number one, uh, Spawn Universe number one. But if you spend more than like two hundred bucks, you get a signed, you signed one with like gold Spawn logo and shit. It's gorgeous. Oh, nice. So you got like three of those, right? Oh, I'm gonna be yeah, because uh, my. Uh, <laughs> My my shopping bin is already I think up to three twenty. Oh Jesus! Yeah, I, I I have to have the 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 only one that they don't have I think it's because it's a Target exclusive is Gunslinger Spawn. Oh nice, okay. Gunslinger Spawn. I was there was another one that came out that man I I, I gotta tell you man I feel guilty like having this Nightwing and Red Hood set and you not having one. Ah, it's all good, man. Shoot. 
I, uh, I was able to find me a new mutant number one last week, so. Oh, uh, nice. I, I, I got that, so I, I am I am more than copacetic. Oh, well, as long as. On top of finally finishing up my first uh, my first run of X Factor issues one through seventy, I finally got issue twenty four, which is the uh, first appearance of Archangel. Congratulations, on that man. We gotta we gotta celebrate by getting you. Uh, what what, would you, what do you want? You want the Toy Biz or do you want the Legends one that has the sharper wings? Ah, uh, well, for now, I'll, I'll think that one over. Uh, Legends is pretty sweet. Legends is pretty sweet, but the the original Toy Biz ones has those really whack ass wings with the, the missiles. With the little the, rocket launchers and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm sure I've got that somewhere. I, I have to dig it out, but I'm sure I've got it. No, it was Shoot, plus uh, Funko Pops just released a uh, new uh, set for the Suicide Squad movie. So I saw, I saw one of uh, one of those today at the start. Picking that back, picking up that old habit, and get the uh, get the set. I've actually got all. It's a 22 or 24 from the original Suicide Squad movie in 2016. There's 24 of them. Yeah, oh yeah. There's like three. There's like three or four Harleys, three or four Jokers. Like I think there's one Diablo. I think there's two Killer Crocs. Then they do. The like I, just, I, I went full bore on that one. I got the entire set just for S's and G's. Didn't they? Uh, didn't they do a Joker's car? Don't say that. I don't want to buy a Joker's car. I'm I'm fairly yeah. certain they did Joker's car. Oh, uh, don't 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 say that. I got to go find a Joker's car. Oh, it's dude. ridiculous. You know, there's a really awesome video on YouTube about how they made Joker's car for Suicide Squad, and it's it, it's not it's not everyone thinks it's like a Lamborghini or Ferrari. It's I think it's an Acura mm-hmm. or a Toyota. It's it's one of those uh, rice burner looking ones that they just souped up. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's gorgeous. The way the way they illuminate the inside, I'm mean, like how sad they were when they had to ding it up and shit like that when it got shot up. And, uh, mm-hmm. I think they made three of them. Uh, yeah, it's a really good video. You gotta check that out. But if there's a a Joker's car out there, your life has no meaning right now. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the uh, not quite the collector of the uh, Funko Pops I was. I think I've still got around 200 of them, but freaking, I've definitely calmed that down over the last years. I got the. Uh, Last one I got was the Eddie Guerrero GameStop exclusive one, but I, but I had to have Eddie Guerrero. I see. I, I, I see. You'll be buried with him, right? No, nah, I'll just be buried in my Eddie Guerrero shirt. Your Eddie Guerrero shirt. Yeah, the, uh, the Scarface one with him with the uh, with the belt over, or the uh, or the one that is a um, an ode to Amazing Spider-Man 300. I've always wanted to get buried in the official Kiss casket. Like there's an official Kiss coffin you can buy for like eight thousand or ten thousand bucks, and like all like all of them signed it and shit. <laughs> and you're gonna go out in style, I suppose. I'm fairly certain that's what they buried uh, Dimebag Daryl in. Yep. Mm. That that big of random. What they called that? Yeah, yeah. That, that 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 much of random bullshit I'd... knowledge. I don't know if that's true or not, but I kind of want it to be now. No, I'm 99.9% sure they did on that one, man. Uh, it was a, it was a, my buddy who was... I was just learning to be a journalist when that happened. And, okay. And um, my first on-field, not really assignment, but my buddy Chris Steffen, who, who uh, talked me into working for the newspaper just in general to do comics, and then mm-hmm. he like, worked for A&E, and then I got hired as a sophomore, and I wasn't even taking any journalism classes. And uh, Hatebreed, it was two days after Dimebag died, and 
Hatebreed, Hatebreed was playing a show, and he had, you know, a uh, copy on that one. He, he's like, hey, man, like, listen, this is going to be a little different from all the other ones. Um, I'm going to need you to shut the fuck up. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> he's like, just follow my lead. This is going to be really fucking weird because um, I just got off the phone with uh, Hatebreed's uh, tour manager, and they just left Arlington, which, a.k.a., um, they just left uh, Vinny's house to, like, oh, okay. like two and a half hours away from uh, OKC. We get there, mm-hmm. he knocks on the, you know, just learning the ropes, knocks on the tour door, tour bus door, and the uh, tour manager's like, hey, man, you know, it's not really a good time, man. We just left Arlington. And Jamie Josta, lead singer, comes out and, like, he's got his hood on. He takes one look at us and, like, man, I, like, it is, like, you know, I've seen people cry before, but, like, the, the red puffy... He was sniffling. He took one look at us and pulled both drawstrings down and just looked down and said, hey, how you doing, gentlemen? And then, you know, walked away. Um, but uh, Chris was there for all of the copy on Dimebag's funeral, uh, the, the big the big uh, memorial. Uh, uh, I think it was at the American Airlines Stadium in, in Dallas uh, where mm-hmm. they fans were allowed in, but there was a special section for VIPs. And they didn't have his body there, but it was a, a, it needed to happen. But I think he's the one that told me that, and my big brother told me that too as well. But random, random factoids on that weird, weird journalism stories with Joshua Michael. Sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. But we got a piece of knowledge. Shoot. We got some. You know, I was a little bummed out because my list key is a little short. But then we realized, like, of all the free comics we got, like, I can't think of one I didn't like. Yeah, no, I freaking I got. You know, there was a couple I wasn't like as into. But like you know, you, the thing about com- the free comic book day is like you go in, you know, you pick up some comics, you get the, uh, you get your freebies. Either I think it's like three to five, depending. Yeah, yeah. And like I was talking with Ed today, real quick, and I didn't realize how many there were. There were fifty-two free comic books to choose from, like in total, because Ed went out and he got all of them. Oh, God bless that man. Yeah, so I, he was like, because he was kind of asking, he's like, did everybody, you know, I know you guys went to other shops and stuff, cool. And he was, he was like, you know, hey, did everybody else have, like, that kind of selection? And I was like, thinking about it, I was like, you know, some of them had a lot, but I don't think, I don't think anybody else had every one. No, no, Ed, Ed definitely had a few extra. Yeah, because I know Muse probably would have come the closest, I figure. Correct. Because they had that whole back section uh, set up for it. But, like, legitimately, I was like, huh. Plus, on top of that, Ed had, like we were talking earlier, Ed had a bunch of uh, leftovers from last year that he was kind of giving away as well. No, let's start at the beginning. So, uh, you picked my hungover ass up. Uh, we we head straight to Ed's, and we are immediately greeted by the cutest little girl in the whole <laughs> goddamn world. And they're like, okay, honey, do, do, do the thing. She's like, welcome to Ed's comic books. It is free comic book day. Follow me. These are the big kid comics. These are the little kid comics. You can pick five. <laughs> and uh, I was just like, oh my god! Like I, I had, I was, I wanted to record, but like you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put a little kid on camera. And, yeah. Um, and uh, but luckily, when we were leaving, uh, I was just doing a, a uh, just a clean sweep because there was hardly anyone in the store just at that moment, mm-hmm. so I could just go from the the the, the end of the beginning. And while I was doing that, some people came in, and I got her whole spiel on on audio, uh, on audio. Yeah, no, that was, that was that was fun. That was definitely something you know out of the ordinary. And I think it you know kind of 
that kind of shows why Ed's kind of like my personal go-to. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, it's kind of, you know, he definitely kind of brings in that, you know, family-owned comic book store yeah. kind of mentality to it. You know, plus, plus he's got probably legitimately the uh, the best collection of back issues in the city. Absolutely. Either him or Escape Velocity would be the closest thing, the closest second place. Hidden, hidden gems, not quite as organized. Yes, um, Escape Velocity in terms of organization and their sets that they release for like dirt cheap. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd say there it's apples and oranges on that one, but I, I'd still pick Ed's. Ed's, uh, yeah. Ed's, Ed's got the. Plus, they didn't have a signed Casada. No, they did not have that signed Casada, and uh, you, I did owe you my soul for a little bit. Uh, I did stands. It's still mine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sell it for like some nachos later. Maybe another bratwurst. <laughs> I made it up to you. What the hell did I get for you? I found you something. Ah, fuck it. Who gives a shit? Yeah, we'll get there eventually. Uh, we'll get there eventually. It's one of those great things, guys. Uh, again, like I really hope everyone got to hit the stores with their with their best buds because it was it just kick ass day. We get to Ed's, and then you know we get our five free comics. Um, I just, I love watching you mark out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's it's hilarious to me getting to watch you mark out like like you didn't even like you you took one look at it and you looked away you immediately grabbed King Shark number one just mine. Yep. Uh, hey man, for you know, it's, you know King Shark's one of those good characters like either you're you're really into or you're not. But like he's been ever since I got back into the books freaking with the New Fifty Two he's been kind of an integral part of Suicide Squad which is one of my personal favorite titles so. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, I, I I wasn't picking jack shit up until I found House of Slaughter. <laughs> like that. Nope. Yeah, that that wasn't. And I made sure I got the cherry one. I went through like in case any of them were dinged. I know it's a free comic book day one, but these these matter. They still matter. I, I don't like that some people think that they're they're fodder because they're free or mm-hmm. good, good shit happens in free comic book day sh- uh, stuff. Yeah. And um, it, 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 there's some gems in there. Uh. You gotta find them. We're freaking worth it if you can find them. Uh, Mark the fuck out when I got my stray dogs. Free comic book day, man. Yeah. Did you read that one? I haven't yet. Freaking, it's in my pile. I think. I'm 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 glad it's in your pile because I don't I want you to read stray dogs, but I, I don't want I don't want you to read the original one uh, because uh, all of the number one is in this one as well as a, a teaser like an eight page teaser for uh, the next series that's coming out in a couple of weeks. Gotcha. I got Trailer Park Boys. Um, well, shit, we might as well get through the through the list, man. Uh, ain't not wrong. Shoot. I got Trailer Park Boys, uh, Batman, Suicide Squad, King Shark, On Tyranny, one of the best ones, Vampirella, Vampire the Masquerade, Enter the House of Slaughter, Stray Dogs, Judge Dread, Avengers, Blade Runner. Red Room, Black Collexit, uh, and then a whole of a bunch of other freebies. What'd you grab? Uh, so I got Batman, Suicide Squad, King Shark. I got Spider-Man, Avengers, Enter the House of Slaughter. Got a couple for my kid. I got Sonic the Hedgehog. Nice. Um, I got Mask of Zorro. Nope, World of Zorro. Freaking, uh... 
I randomly got the Overstreet Guide to Comic Collecting just because I thought it'd be funny to see what else, you know, what other people constitute as comic collecting. Correct. Um, freaking. I got a Jack Kirby, The Epic Life of the King of Comics, Star Wars High Republic. I got Spider Man Venom. And I got a Jughead Archie Comics written by Chip Sidersky himself. Yeah, I slept on that one, man. I fucked up. I'm hoping Ed still has uh, about four of those that you just mentioned. Especially Sonic. Uh, God, I, mean, I, I had all the original Sonic the Hedgehog Archie comics when they first came out, and I remember throwing them away and thinking, like, these will never be worth anything. Wrong! <laughs> <laughs> Wrong! Yeah, uh, uh, w- while we're just on a quick subject, uh, when you mentioned the, what other people think about collecting comics the you know with the overstreet guide uh, remember we were talking to ed squared over at um uh, big apple mm-hmm. and he was talking about how no one even bothers with that book anymore yeah and uh i it, when you said that I immediately thought of a uh, interview i remember with the major james keenan when uh no it was it was an interview on the uh blood in the wine uh documentary that he made on his uh vineyard in um in Jerome, Arizona, because uh, if you don't know it, Maynard makes wine. It's delicious wine, by the way. Even the table wine, table wine typically is like a $5 bottle. His table wine's like 45 and it's worth every fucking penny. Um, and Amelia uh, was interviewing him. And okay. she's like, well, what do I do? You know, the, like, they pour the wine. He's like, well, uh you know, she's expecting, like, you know, you, you pick it up and you swirl it and you look at the legs as it drains down the, the glass and you smell it and it's got a bouquet of leather and old chocolate and dirt. And he's like, well, what you do is uh, you put it up to your mouth and you drink it. <laughs> if it's, is it Open wide and insert liquid. Is it good? Yes, no. Do you want more? Yes, no. Um, same thing with comics. Yep. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. And, I, and I, re- I really hope we can push that ethos as we, you know, pave our way through the comic expert world. If, if it's good to you, that's all that matters to me. Like, it could be a complete piece of shit to me. But if you enjoyed no. it, like, uh, when when people ask me, and I, and I don't know how you react, and I, I want to know how you do, when people ask you, because people know you're a comic book aficionado, uh, well, what would you think of the, the new Spider-Man or Suicide Squad movie? Honestly, my opinion doesn't matter. What really matters to me, did it make you read more comic books? Yes? Excellent. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of the things, dude. That's how I got into, into Constantine was freaking the, um, the CW show. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even CW at the time. Freaking it was, uh, where, I can't even remember what station it was on originally before Constantine got picked up and moved to Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah. But freaking um yeah I got the I got the DVDs and like the first twelve episodes, but like I was like I'm gonna go and freaking read it. I ended up picking up all the fifth, the new fifty twos of him. I read yeah, the current stuff on Rebirth and then uh, went back and picked up a bunch of the trade paperbacks from back in the day. And like you you could read through those and you would actually you could actually pick out the issues that were made into uh, episodes of the TV show. No, hundred percent. I actually watched all of those with my mom. Uh, I'm, I'm, she's she's a big horror buff. Um, not to sound like some like nerdy four year old guy living in his mom's basement. I'm not, but but my mom. I, loves, live, on, I live on the third floor, actually. Yeah, I live on the third floor. Um, 
Uh, she's a huge she's a huge horror movie fan, and she watched Constantine, and she was so pumped for the show. And, oh yeah, that's excellent. So I made sure to watch him with her, and like she's like, "Do you have any problem with this?" I'm like, "No, this guy is actually born to be Constantine. He was more born to be Constantine than uh, Robert Downey Jr. was." To be fucking uh, Tony Stark. Stark yeah. And the only thing that chafed me was uh, he only smoked one cigarette. It was <laughs> it, when he was sitting in the back of that truck at the end of like issue episode like like six or seven. Like mm. he, he had he was playing with a lighter. I remember I almost had to get up and walk out of the room when he pulled out Doctor Fate's helmet. Man. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, by the way, the McFarlane uh, Wonder Woman last night on Earth, the helmet does not come off. Really? Yes. It's a, after all this. After all that. The helmet, six months. Yeah, the helmet. She's being like, she's got a new hat. Yeah. Yeah, but even she's, well, she's got a new head. Uh, Kirk, uh, she did a, Kirk, Kirk did a, uh, a small vignette of uh, stop motion animation with, with that for us, by the way, for the next real world for her. just floating in the air, utilizing the powers. But yeah, let's get back to Ed's, man. So, uh, we... We get our five free comics, but then we find out, lo and behold, we can get five more from last year or any of the other ones he's got. Yeah. Yep, and we indulge. Freaking, you know, got quite a quite a bit of free stuff from Ed's. Freaking, you know, we definitely shop. I, I, I definitely shop there more than any other store in town, so I like to think I earned it. No, yeah, we knocked out our pools for, <laughs> for the week. I got my Thirst Trap uh, cover of uh, Lady Death, so I was happy. Yeah. I ended up getting my weeklies off of that, and freaking, you know, we ended up, you know, we ended up doing quite a bit of bread. I still ended up spending quite a bit of money at Ed's, regardless of the fact that freaking it was free comic book day. I know, man. Uh, Almost like that's the entire point. I gotta say, he has the best customer service uh, when it comes to just comic books alone, not including like Magic or or Dungeons or and Dragons and or Dragons. games and stuff. Hmm. Um, yeah, he definitely spe- he's got a little bit of stuff here and there, but he definitely specializes in the comic books. Yes, he does, and he will find shit for you, man. And I, man, I love the fact that uh, he knew I was such a mark for something is killing the children. He gives mm-hmm. me the choice, uh, like, do you want the variant or do you want the regular last one? Like, just give me, give me both. <laughs> yes, please. Yes, yes, please. And then, uh, of course, I get like suckered in all the god. God, Todd is robbing me left and right, man. Uh, oh, yeah. If nothing else, you got a VIP freaking like a VIP membership at this point. I know. That, that, uh, that Lobo is so gorgeous, man. I can't wait to get that in November. <laughs> man, I can't say nothing. Uh, I think in the last week, for I got all into Suicide Squad movie. I got the uh, got the first appearance of Bloodsport. Got the first appearance of Mongal. I got the first appearance of Ratcatcher, the original, not Ratcatcher 2, because that one was set up for the movie in particular. Um, and I got the first appearance of Peacemaker on the way. Oh, oh, oh there is a really kick-ass video on YouTube. of the. It's about 30 minutes long of the history of Peacekeeper, and it's fucking fascinating. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So this, yeah, he, he was, he's not even originally a DC character. No. I think he might be Charleston, maybe? Charleston, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that was one of like I can't believe we remember that. It was like him and Blue Beetle, and those guys came over when they bought when DC bought them out. Big acquisition. Uh, the 
I, I, I wanted the, the the one thing that you mentioned it that I wanted from Suicide Squad that we didn't get was what the helmet was. And if I remember correctly, because it was like what four in the morning when we were driving back from Lubbock when we were doing our peacemaker research, uh, mm-hmm. that the helmet contains the souls of all the people that he's killed in order to attain attain peace, and they speak to him. Yeah. Now whether they actually do or whether he just thinks they do. Either way, it, uh, it's a motivating factor for the character. I think it would have been great to add because it would have... Well, maybe it, it might have been good or bad. Because I think one of my one of my favorite moments of the movie was looking at how goddamn evil he was about to kill, oh, yeah. kill Ratcatcher 2. Like, he was, you know, I'm, I'm fucking thorough. And then, you know, Bloodsport shows up and he's... He, like, they, they perfectly did that, the zoom on the eyes. Mm-hmm. And Idris Elba's gonna fuck you up, motherfucker, and then <laughs> right in the throat. <laughs> yeah, no, that was good, man. For you, I don't. Ah, maybe they could have, maybe they couldn't have. Just because, like, they got away with some, like, they made a lot of pretty weird stuff work in this world. Like, they're the killer, they're killer polka dots. Right. They were attacked by a giant starfish from space. Mm-hmm. They were saved by rats. We've got the return of Colonel Flag from the original movie that kicked ass. Uh, yeah. Love that man. Like, God, the, yeah. his death was something else. Like, uh, I, I can't remember a, a comic book movie death that really kind of fucks with me like that. Because it's like, it's like, the only other good guy like that from WWE is fucking Kurt Angle, man. And like, yeah. John, John Cena, uh, God, like, like, let's do a comparison. Because I remember... Uh, I know you were there when uh, Mummy Two happened, just because it was rock. Yeah. Like we all were. Uh, we, we all were. were. Some some of the most horrible CGI to look back <laughs> on in, in this modern day and age. No, you're thinking. But of, you're thinking I am amazing. Yeah. I'm thinking. I'm thinking of yeah, Mummy Returns or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even then, we were there. But it mm-hmm. took it took the Rock years to get where Cena was in. Yeah. What two movies? What are the movies? Well, it's been longer. It's been more than that. Cause freaking, cause he, Cena really like got like this first serious role. Well, like, the first thing that got any type of buzz at all was like freaking uh, train wrecked. Oh yeah. Train wrecked. Train wrecked was when people were like, okay, this guy might have something. And then there's he's done like WWE films before. He's done a bunch of little things here and there. I think he was in. Uh, I think he was in. Was he in Daddy's Home? Uh, Daddy's Home 2? Yes, he was at the end of Daddy's Home 2 as the asshole. Um, yeah. I, I the forgot, new something like that. Or... I forgot about that because I don't really count WWE movies as movies. He was the first yeah, Marine. He was in those ones. Yeah, he was in Marine. He was in those. He was in uh, Blockers was when I realized he actually had some idea what he was doing. Yeah. That Blockers was freaking hilarious. But, like, Suicide Squad might actually be his... He, this might be his freaking Dave Bautista... Guardians of the Galaxy role. No shit. Like, it's like, you know, he got this chance in an ensemble movie, and, like, you know, he was freaking great. Because, like, Batista was, like, cool. He was doing stuff. But, like, he wasn't doing anything huge until freaking Guardians of the Galaxy. That was his breakout role. And then he ended up being in a James Bond movie, I believe, with Spectre. Spectre, yes, sir. And then he did freaking, then, you know, he's been... Uh, taken more seriously as an actor ever since, you know. And, and you, I mean, Cena was definitely one of the better parts of the freaking Suicide Squad movie, and he was a better part 
in a pretty good movie already. Correct. So, like, this might end up being, like, if this wasn't, if, like, if, like, Trainwrecked or Blockers wasn't his breakout role, Peacemaker might end up being, like, the thing that really gets him over that hump from being a wrestler to a movie star. Oh, he's, you're 100% correct on that, man. And you, you got my mind swimming on shit, because, like, I'm thinking about all the roles The Rock has done, and mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, like, I'm, I was a mark for, you know, yeah. Scorpion King Scorpion. And, and Mummy Returns, but. Well, the thing for that, though, is, like, we're both of that age, where, like, we, we weren't going there to watch the movie, we were going there no. to support. We wanted to support this guy trying to freaking that like was in this thing that we thought was freaking really cool, yeah. and we wanted to support him because if freaking if he won out and he was success, freaking we were it, success. Almost, it, almost, it, almost, it almost freaking made it almost validated this thing we were into. It a hundred percent validated it. Like, like, you're you're a hundred percent. Like I remember when. Um, uh, Mummy Returns came out. Um, we we snuck in because I always have a. Uh, you usually see me have my backpack because I've got more equipment on me, but I usually have a messenger bag on me. Mm-hmm. And uh, me and my buddy Carlos, uh, what's up, Carlos in Miami, about to get married. Um, we snuck in our Seven Eleven special edition uh, Slurpee, like the giant like cups, in my mm-hmm. messenger bag. I just had to walk real slow. We stopped at Seven Eleven, got those bitches filled up, and bought like <coughs> like eight. McDonald's hamburgers and feasted through the whole movie. The second those lights turned off, like, uh, you know, we, we, we were supporting it. Um, did you ever see the first time The Rock hosted Saturday Night Live? I'm sure I've watched clips, but I can't recall off the top it of my head. It is one of the best Rocks of, oh, Saturday Night Lives ever. Like, it starts out in, uh, uh, <laughs> God, it's, it's, uh, it's Foley, it's Big mm-hmm. Show. It's, oh yeah, okay. It's Triple H as champion, and they're like settling into the cheap seats. And it's funny because now in hindsight, because Foley's like, "Man, I'm thirsty. Where's the beer, man? We all know Foley don't drink. Like this, this is legit theater." And like The Rock's like, "Hey, you jabronis in the cheap seats, you know, keep it down. The Rock's trying to do a show here." And uh, <laughs> uh, Triple H jumps down off the the bleachers and he gets in your face. You know, I might be, I might be the champion. I'm the game. But I just want you to know this. Break a leg, man. We're all rooting for you. The guys are here, man. Like, we're supporting you. We, we, we want you to succeed. And I was like, oh, yes, wrestling. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the clips are hard to find because some of the music uh, that is played in SNL uh, skits, they can't use after uh, X amount of time. They did a, yeah. a skit where, remember uh, Leon Phelps, the ladies' man? Mm-hmm. You cannot find it. I looked for it all the time. Um, Leon Phelps, the ladies' man, has fallen in love. And come out here, honey. And The Rock comes out in full drag and sits down. And he, like, sits down like Spread Eagle fucking Sharon fucking uh, <laughs> uh, Stone style. And he's like, I am in love. And we're getting married. And um, The Rock's like, listen, um, I'm an undercover police officer. <laughs> and he's like, oh, my God. Are you sure? It's okay for a woman like you to be working as a police officer. He's like, no, like we we were here. We're trying to do a sting operation on you. Like we for sure were knowing that you were drugging people. Like like I don't even know what an Alabama crab crab dangle is. He's like, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, 
uh, the the Nick Cattrall sketch where he's the guy that stops you for smoking. He just sits at your house, mm-hmm. and if you try to smoke, he just knocks the shit out of you and fucks your wife. <laughs> and uh, 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 I digress, man. Uh, we're we're getting a little off topic. Sorry, I didn't mean to get off the rails there. Right? Uh, the Cena doing great. We got we got free comic week days uh, to talk about. What was your favorite one? Ah oh, man, so far really. Um, I'm digging the Spider-Man really. Spider-Man, I like Spider-Man and Black Cat. Freaking like uh, like their witty banter. What a banter! Did he cheat on Mary Jane? Nah, nah, nah. Peter Peter Parker faithful. He, he a good he a good boy. He a good Christian boy. He is a good Christian boy. I mean, he's watching, even though she's not dead, but yeah. probably watching. Uncle Ben definitely is. Uncle Ben definitely is. <laughs> It's like, what's the rule? No Uncle Ben and no uh, uh, Bruce Wayne's parents coming back unless it's Flashpoint. Yeah, unless it's Flashpoint. You say that, but he's back in the uh, he's back in freaking Infinity, Infinite Frontier. Shit, he's on my goddamn uh, mantle in my uh, office right now, man. Thomas Wayne with both guns. <laughs> nice. But yeah, no, what was uh, what was your favorite? Uh, I gotta say, uh, let me see here. My favorite one. I'm gonna pick two of my favorites. One for ethos in terms of like execution and form uh, as art, and then one just from one that I really like the most. I'm gonna say, God, I'm gonna say Stray Dogs. Nice. I'm gonna say Stray Dogs, and if you guys are sleeping on it. You you're you're watching you're reading a a comic book that looks like something more Disney than Disney. I remember I called you on my lunch when I first read Stray Dogs. I'm like I thought I was gonna hate this thing. It looked gay as hell. Um, just like I'm reading a kid's little kid pony like My Little Ponytail like ah, and I'm like I I can't get enough of this. I already called Muse. <laughs> Already I, I, I need everything. Give it to me. Yeah, give it to me. And this one had a uh, the teaser for the new the new tale coming on, and then of course it's got a really good reprint of the the very first issue. I almost landed on Enter the House of Slaughter, but we'll talk about that in a minute. The the one gotcha. the one that for pure form is called On Tyranny. Okay. It's a graphic novel, and it is written by, uh, it's called On Tyranny, 20 Lessons from the 20th Century Graphic Edition by Timothy Snyder, illustrated by Nora Krug. Now, this is a exercise in history where they take existing photos and do a lot of really good form and execution with lettering and texture and backgrounds about tyranny like instances of tyranny within the last like 150 years of human history and okay. they, they they cherry pick things it like it's i would have hated it if they had an agenda like if this was a pro, like we're, like we don't talk about politics here but like if you're pro biden pro trump like it's it doesn't it doesn't matter uh this is just cherry picking shit out of history and it, mm-hmm. it the i imagine that these guys uh do you ever read mouse God, no, I just never did. I've always been mean to you, never got around to it. It's it's similar to Mouse uh, on the same vibration as, like, Animal Farm. But okay. it's, they 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 just want to put an idea and a bunch of ideas out there. And uh, 
you know, I champion it for him. Like, wh- whatever conclusion you reach, whether you don't like what they're talking about or do, it's fact. Mm-hmm. And um, wh- what were yours? No, listen, like I said, Spider-Man was sweet. Um, yeah, you, you talking about Spider-Man? I really dug the uh, really dug Avengers. You the know, kind of made it a point to get one with the Hulk in it. Yep. Uh, no. the, the the gimmick on that one is leading into Immortal Hulk is wrapping up, and uh, I believe that. If I'm not mistaken, um, what is the gentleman that is doing, or has been doing Thor and Silver Surfer Black? Um, why am I spacing on this goddamn name? Yeah, no, I can't remember. As soon as you say it, I'm like, oh, oh yeah, freaking, I've heard. Is it Cates? Donny Cates? Cates, Donny Cates, yeah. Uh, this one's okay. written by Jason Aaron, but from what I understand, Donny Cates is about to take over on Hulk. Um, oh, awesome. The Modoc story really just. I, I'm a. Modoc might be, be the greatest character ever created. I'm just gonna he, point that out. He loved me some Modoc. Any version of Modoc, like uh, there, like I remember when we were at the store the other day and I was talking about Red Hulk story. They had a, mm-hmm. a, a mini version when they were talking about like when they because Modoc was a huge part of the the World War Hulk's story was how uh, there's like a mountain that generates uh, new bodies for Modoc to like put his consciousness into because each body basically has like eight months or five months before it deteriorates and just it can't uphold itself yeah mm-hmm. all right but um god damn avengers hulk was great what did you yeah. think about the the judge dread one man uh, i enjoyed it like i've always like i've always really liked the uh the judge dread movies I even I even like the old one from the '90s with Sylvester Stallone. Who's your Judge Dread? Uh, oh, definitely the freaking the second one. Carl like, Urban. He was just Carl, Carl Urban was awesome, freaking. Um, but yeah, he just you know it was just it just came off more real. It came off just it was intense. It was great. Locked in that building, man. That was yeah, gnarly. yeah. <laughs> and, like, and, that's like the definition of are you locked in here with me or 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 am I or am I locked in here with you or are you locked in here with me? Exactly, man. And like, got, like uh, I, I saw a meme the other day about like who's your Carl Urban. I'm like all of them. <laughs> all, all yeah, of them. it's kind of it's kind of hard to think of a Carl Urban movie. They're just like that guy is awesome. He's Bones, man, from Star Trek. He's uh, he's uh, Billy the Butcher from fucking the Boys. Uh, He's he's all the above and everything he does. He's in Lord of the Rings. He's in. He's in Thor. He's in Thor. He's a uh, Killmonger. No, not Killmonger. No. Not Killmonger. 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 That's Killmonger. That's Michael B. Jordan. That's, that's Black Panther. He's uh, got him like. <laughs> what? Uh, every time he's the executioner. The executioner. Uh, by the way, is uh, he um, in the uh, latest pages of um, Beta Ray Bill? It looks just like him. Oh, of course. <laughs> it looks just, like as it should be, and it, it didn't. They didn't pull it off like as a like he has to look like him because that's the dude from the mm-hmm. movie. No, it's just that's just Carl Urban now. Like just that's him now. <laughs> yeah, you get those characters. You get those guys that just kind of like define these characters. Like we were, we were talking a little bit beforehand, freaking like with constant with you know Matt Ryan as Constantine and freaking. You know, for Steve Rogers or freaking uh, Captain America, you know, it's Tony Stark as Iron Man, freaking, you know, all these cats are freaking just kind of, you know, define these characters. 
and it's to the point where you can't imagine him being anybody else. Oh, agreed. You know, I was, I was, I was making a joke to my wife the other day, being like, you know, you know how I know I'm getting old. I remember when freaking Nick Fury was played by the guy from Baywatch. David motherfucking Hasselhoff, baby. That was well, that was really cool, man. Like my shop at had that, and it even had the uh, original. Uh, it even had the uh, Roger Corman Fantastic Four to rent, as well as the original um, Captain America. They were. Mostly garbage, but uh, they were fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, by today's standards, but, like, did you ever watch the uh, Incredible Hulk Returns, where they introduced Thor? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. With Bill Bigsby and, uh, God, they had Donald Blake and everything, and, like, uh, the the epic, like, working out, running down the beach with Thor and Hulk Mm -hmm. (laughs) scene, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thor drinking too much beer, um... I like this Judge Dredd comic book because it was three solid stories in short story form, and it, I didn't feel like a cheap cop-out like the way I felt the Batman one was, where they gave us like little bits and then all this behind-the-scenes stuff that I really didn't care to see. Um, it was pretty. I, I mean, I, it's not that I didn't appreciate it, but I wanted something a little bit extra in a Batman you know, free comic book story because... You gotta get people reading Batman. Yeah, no, I mean that's that's kind of the thing with free comic book day, though. In my opinion, is like you can kind of you can kind of grab stuff that like you wouldn't normally grab, and just kind of you, you you get a taste of it. You know, like I picked up. I remember last year I picked up Lady Mechanica and freaking. Oh yeah. I I really enjoyed that, and I've got like I think five of the six graphic novels already. I have the first Lady Mechanica, by the way, and I bought it at Astro Zombies because I heard it was cool, and then I and then I bought it, and then it was steampunk, and I hate steampunk. It's yours if you want it. <laughs> Sweet. It's yours if you want it. Um, Vampire the Masquerade. I slaved over this one. I like. I, I remember looking at it that night, mm-hmm. and I'm like, do I do it? Because it was like. It was calling to me, but it was also one of those things where it was like, when uh, I, I can actually show you my Instagram post where um, I bought my first McFarlane DC multiverse Superman. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna buy the Superman. That's it. It was just one. Just like it was literally like crack. I'm just gonna hit this crack pipe just once. The just, no. <laughs> it was uh, your gateway toy. It was my gateway. And uh, it was like with Magic the Gathering, uh, Amanda over at Muse was like, before she sold it to me, she wanted my money, but she said, listen, before you buy this, this is going to eat a lot of your money. <laughs> like, 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 I need to, I, 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 I cannot without good conscience warn you. And she was right. And with Vampire the Masquerade, I'm looking at a uh, temptation into one of my favorite books of all time. I have tons of the uh, clan books, the original, um, uh, God, from like, what, like, 94, 95. I, I never, I've never even played Vampire the Masquerade. It's such a okay. good role-playing game, you can read the book and not play it. It's so, it, uh, you can e- even actually play it with just one other person, being like the uh, dungeon master, or whatever you want to call them. Um, but it was a solid, the artwork was gorgeous. Uh, it wasn't the old school 90s, like, scratchy, overly inky, like, crow type stuff, like it was the mm-hmm. the gimmick uh, from yeah. the, the original one, and then I 
I kept seeing, like, you were with me every time. I kept seeing that goddamn book just, like, fucking with me every time we went to a goddamn store. And uh, I'm asking the proprietor, like, telling me about that book. Oh, it's shrink-wrapped. I haven't seen it. Um, I asked some questions on Amazon, like, is it new art? Is it, Does it hold up? And I had about five or six responses. All new art absolutely holds up. You can read it like a graphic novel, uh, just like back in the day. Um, good luck. One of the dudes even said, <laughs> "Good luck," and I yep. was like, "All right, he like old school goth dude. I get it." But it was a it was a solid story. It wasn't like one of those free comic books like where, you know, like back behind the scenes stuff. No, this is a full ass comic book. Oh, nice. Full ass comic book. Vampirella, full ass comic book. Dynamite reprinted from Harris back in the day. The only my only problem is uh, they got the sticker on it. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Bless you. Oh, thank you, thank you. And then, just real quick, I've never seen Trailer Park Boys, but this comic book was fucking hilarious. It's, awesome. It's on. Uh, I looked at it. It's on Hulu or, or Netflix. I got both, so I'm gonna have to start watching it. I understand that one of these gentlemen has recently passed. Uh, Y2J Kosherko, my hero, was pretty goddamn upset about it. So I should have been watching it since then. I mean, if it's good enough for Jericho, right? It's good. Oh, t- tonight was the uh, the five trials of Jericho. I haven't even watched that yet. Yeah, no, it was a it was a show. God damn it! What time did you get home today? Probably like four. Oh, you bastard! I'm going. I'm I'm done. It's, shift yeah. is over. Yeah. I stayed two hours. I stayed two hours late yesterday. Freaking. Today, my kid was home. Freaking, my wife was off. I'm freaking. I'm getting home as soon as I can. I'm gonna figure out a way to like move my like lunch shifts on on Wednesdays to like six o'clock or seven o'clock, whatever comes out. Just <laughs> just make it through half of it. You make it through half of it, and then just avoid calls for the rest of the time. <laughs> yeah. Put it on mute, and then freaking you're like you're talking to freaking some old some somebody's grandma in Kansas, and you're like, oh my god. She's like, oh, my, no, I was watching it, too. Yeah. Just popping I, in the background. Yeah, I found Greta's number today. Oh, God. I was kidding. I found out how to search. Like, there was a weird, uh, someone posted. We got to edit. <laughs> That's not a real name. Um, but. <laughs> you can't, you can't, that's got to be, like, a violation or something. Nah, she said I could. And I'm not going to put a real name out there. As long as, like, she doesn't, like, as long as she doesn't seem, like, really cool and she's, like, 70 years old, then, like, we, we record, like, five minutes with her and she starts, like, going full Alabama Confederate shit on us. <laughs> I'll find the games until she does. Hey, Greta, you're fired. I'm sorry. Fuck you. Oh. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're... we're we it's all funny games because she randomly calls us a couple of Yankees. Yeah, I know. Or, like, uh... Well, I'm Mexican. You're Puerto Rican. She's probably got a problem with us. I, I, I was just going to leave it at the Yankees thing. Yankees, yeah. Or, or, or worse, if she starts referring to it as the War of Northern Aggression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, alrighty then. Alright, so we leave Ed's. We leave Ed's and we go to Vans and uh, we, we're walking into Vans. Yeah, 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 was it Vans? Yeah, it was Vans next. Oh. Yeah, we walked in and that was... Uh... It was interesting. It was a thing that happened. I no, for, you know, I mean, it wasn't bad, but, like, apparently they don't celebrate, uh, freaking, no, free comic book day. 
There was not a free comic book to be had. There was a small pile in the middle of uh, the glass cases, and I saw some guy sitting there like he'd been signing something for a bit. But, like, even then, like, it, there wasn't piles of anything. It was just, like, a small little thing. I saw one of the comics, like, uh, of the free comic book day, like, in a, like, maybe five or six stack. But it was mm-hmm. just a bunch of assholes playing Yu-Gi-Oh! in the back. And then, like, we're walking in, and I'm like, man, I hope this guy doesn't piss me off. And immediately, I'm like, I think it's just, like, I don't know why I have a grudge against this place, man. Because I'm like, like, like I, there was nothing wrong with the place. They had, they had a Dazzler I have to go buy. And... And yep, they do have that action figure. And then I'm thinking, like, man, this guy's speech impediment is really pissing me off right now. I'm not that guy. <laughs> I don't hate on people's speech impediments. And I'm like, fuck this guy's speech impediment. <laughs> like, <laughs> he just wanted to give you some high quality H2O. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, but uh, what did you get from there? You got a couple of uh, uh, some X Force, I think. Yeah, you got some X Force. That's some X Force. Yeah, I got some X Force. I got some. Uh... Got some uncanny X-Men from a couple of stores later. But yeah, no, I definitely picked up like one or two, a couple, I think two or three X-Forces maybe. The one thing that scared me is when we're leaving, I saw a pile, or not a pile, but nicely organized old school Shonen Jumps. And I was like, we need to, mm-hmm. leave. We need to leave now. <laughs> yeah, because you, you'd be like, oh, I'm not sure how much money I want to spend today and such and... You know, you spent you spent a little bit of it, some decent money on Eds. Well, my my well, my pools are different from yours. Like you've got like a set thing. I I work on like I want some specific like genre, like like where you you wanna you want Friday the Thirteenth, you want X Men, I want like weird amorphous shit. I want, but they had like eight of them, and I gotta go buy them. <laughs> I know, I know. Actually, I mean, on the website, freaking, you know, hopefully nobody, nobody else knows about it. You can kind of just whittle it down bit by bit. Well, I've read them. I've read them already. Those old Shonen Jumps, I think I read the first, like, 200 issues, and I threw most, oh, wow. I threw most of them away because they were, like, phone or half a phone book. Regular, mm-hmm. uh, just for uh, perspective, regular Shonen Jumps that you get in Japan are, like, two inches thick. Oh, and like three yen when I was there in two thousand and one, and but you open them like you got to be careful when you open them. Like uh, you go up to like a newsstand, they got regular magazines, but you go up to a newsstand, they have a fucking crate like on a pallet of this week's weeklies, and they're all like two inches thick. And you open it, and all these like animation cells and posters and cards fall out. Like the only uh, litter. I saw in Tokyo was mm-hmm. um, manga. Oh, okay. People would leave them on the subway. Like I'm done reading it, and like maybe someone will pick it up and take it. Like it was yeah. like it was like a courtesy thing. Um, Vans. I gotta end this shit. I gotta end this beef. You have to fight him to the death. He's a he's a nice guy. He he likes to help out. He doesn't really listen, but. Uh, I do have to say, he could hire a hotter goth chick behind the, the goddamn counter. You mean the dude with the beard? Oh, even that dude. He's alright. He's, 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 like he's, he's like a four. Goth makeup could cover up the dude with a beard into a solid ten in the right lighting <laughs> in the right lighting of the church in Denver, man. Like, I've worked... That's going to end up like that freaking, uh, the whole thing from Suicide, Suicide Squad where the polka <laughs> dot man's dancing and everyone looks like his mom and there's a one mom with a beard... <laughs> 
And that's, that's going to be that. That's going to be Homeboy over here. God damn, was that a good... <laughs> I, I've watched it five times already, man. I haven't gotten around to watching it. I haven't had the time to like really sit down and like rewatch it yet. I mean, I've been meaning to. Just haven't had the time yet. Heck, I'm still, I still got to get around to watching freaking uh, <coughs> part two of Longest Halloween, uh, Long Halloween. Yeah, that one. I say if we got some free time, we do both. And we nice. There's got to be some serious discussion on that one. Like, I, I watched it twice. Uh, I finally mm. finished it on Saturday. And it, I, I had some... I'm confused. Like, there was too much to look at in certain, certain okay. points. Like, like where it gave us a solid detective story. And you know mm. how much you and I are marched for the fucking detective. But every now and then, like you know, Poison Ivy shows up, and like, but the, but that only, that scene with Poison Ivy was barely ten minutes. Yeah. The rest was all mafioso. Um, uh, the the flashbacks of uh, little Bruce Wayne while his dad is like uh, being the uh, doctor from Life in the Fast Lane. You know, you gotta you gotta pay in cash, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, saving uh, saving people's lives and. Uh, who actual holiday is, but that's still up in conjecture about what that actually means or who it actually was, and even though there's admittance to it, but there's still the the conundrum of the calendar man and mm-hmm. like and the the Arkham Asylum like it looked like a like a more of a new age like SpaceX it's in Silicon Valley like circular and but Jensen Ackles, man, like, he knocked that shit out of the fucking park. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely out of the park. Catwoman, I gotta say, was my favorite out of that whole thing. But I, I, awesome. I, I, I digress. I, I, I think that you and I, um, I checked today just to make sure I bought it in, in advance because I promised I would. Uh, All Out is not up for sale yet. Uh, gotcha. Uh, Bleacher Report's being updated today. And our Beach Report Live and Fight has does not have it listed yet, but uh, I I'm putting down the, the you you paid for the last one, but uh, we gotta do got the predictions this week. Oh yeah, we gotta do all elite minefields. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, down, down, down. Half the card came out tonight. Yeah, quite a bit of it. Um, freaking yeah, we got. Private Party, Young Bucks, um... Well, I think they're setting up for, uh... They're doing, like, a four-team tournament to crown number one contenders for the Young Bucks. And it's, you know, I think it's going to be inside of Stone Cage, the way they were talking about it. Kenny posted something interesting today, too, because... Let's see, Kenny... Pull up his Instagram ski... Belt collector, God, this chick from fucking AAA. Why is he not listening to her name? Uh, Britt's like. It's Diana Perrazzo. Yeah, hire her ass. <laughs> she's the she's kind of got a contract with Impact. Hmm. Well, AEW did open up that forbidden door. Um. Randomly, did you see why Ric Flair was trending today? <laughs> I did not. No, I've heard rumors of it, but. I never actually looked into it. Why is Ric Flair trending today? 
Well, there is a photo apparently from a uh, oh no flight from Mexico to the United States. Where okay. Or an older gentleman. You see it from the side. You don't see his face, but you see his hair. You see his back. Button up, button up shirt, obviously. So no pants. Nope. The girl isn't wearing pants. He's uh, he's at the buffet uh, day uh, uh, Greek goddess. <laughs> Legs in the air, and the slick back hair certainly looks like Space Mountain quality. But... <laughs> But you, that is amazing. You, you you don't see anything other than legs in the air. You don't even see the girl's face. You just see the guy's hair, and uh, he's trending. <laughs> and um, he didn't respond, obviously. <laughs> but uh, that is the most Ric Flair thing I could think of. Uh, yeah, the only thing that would have been better is if like he was still doing that while the fucking plane was crashing. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope she was a stewardess. Oh, I do too. God bless I think it had to be a stewardess. The but like okay, let, let, let's let's think about this just logically for a second. You're a 78 year old man, <laughs> and you're still pulling trim like that. God damn, stewardesses don't watch wrestling. <laughs> like, but everybody knows who Ric Flair is. What are the chances that, that she was like a WCW fan? <laughs> Excuse me, are you Ric Flair? Well, yes, I am. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, whatever. That's the most Ric Flair thing I could think of. Whatever happened, I I sincerely hope that Ric Flair had an alibi. Um, <laughs> Nah, baby, I ate too much peanuts. I was in the bathroom all the time. Um, whatever, whatever, whatever excuse. I'm just saying, man, the, the W wished him well in his future endeavors. Apparently his future endeavors are going very, very well. You know that uh, on the rag sheets today that Kenny said that the second he found out that Andrade was coming out with father-in-law, he volunteered to do the job. And that just made me love Kenny so much. Like, just... <laughs> Why not? You know, it, like, I know it means something to him, but it would mean more to a family. Yeah. It would mean more to a family, and especially the way AAA is set up, man. Like, um, of all the bullshit I've heard about AAA, the way they don't cancel people unless you're Sexy Star. And Sexy Star fucking deserved it. Like, I've heard some yeah. shit coming from, and like, it, like you know, like, uh, Ty Valkyries in NXT right now. And yeah, but I guarantee you that no one in NXT or WWE commentary can ever say she was Gringa Loca. Yeah, Weta Loca, yeah. Yeah, Weta. I've I've heard both. Weta, Weta means just like dumb fucking white girl, and then Gringa, of course, white girl, and then yeah, I've I've heard both. But like, she was fucking part of Perros de Mal. Thank you for that shirt, by the way. Thank you for that shirt. Um. Yeah, but no I, dig- I digress, man. Uh, let's get in some uh, regular-ass comics. Right, we haven't even hit Muse yet. Oh, yeah, we forgot. Yeah, we haven't hit Muse yet. All right, so Muse. Yeah. Uh, yeah, take us into Muse. All right, so we went down the street after Vans. We hit up Muse. Like, if Ed's was like the uh, the mom-and-pop comic shop where the whole family is a little bit involved in the business, 
freaking Muse is total like 180, like freaking big time comic shop. You know, still, still, you know, still massively focusing on you know, freaking customer service and whatnot. It's not. But at the same time, they, they, but at the same time, they've got their their stuff is perfect, like set up well. They've got an entire back room for the with the for the free comics. You know, and on top of that, they also had a uh, gift grab bags for the first two hundred people. Oh, those that people. had you know, comedy, you you had back issues in there. You had freaking stickers and posters. Pins. You know, uh, pins. Uh, you know, I, they definitely went out of the way to make you like make free comic book day into an experience. And and special, like like remember they had the whole table just for kids. Just, just for kids, and one of my favorite things about Free Comic Book Day, and I'm not being a softie about it, is the literacy part of it. About it, uh, I'm not sure if they're doing it anymore because of COVID, but beforehand, uh, libraries did Free Comic Book Day. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah, uh, your local library. But we got, we got, like, I, what well, I, I called you. I was like, I got a fucking poster. <laughs> like, yeah. I ended up getting uh, the Spider-Man poster. Yeah, I got a Spidey poster too, and I got a Deathlock, and these, they, they're. Like the the extra stuff in their goodie bags, um, I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight random ass comics in cherry condition. Deathlock number fourteen, Strike Force uh, Morturi nineteen, Harley Quinn Joker number one, Double Edge like one of these the Chrome cover shits. Double Edge uh, the Death of Nick Fury, Amazing Spider Man number ten. Superman number one variant cover with awesome. ben, with Bendis uh, doing it. This is a gorgeous ass frameable cover. Catwoman, yeah. Catwoman number one. Hal Jordan and Green Lantern Corps after a uh, DC Universe post New Fifty Two number thirty seven. And then nice. not only that, and I appreciate you giving it to me, but they gave us the free comic book day Magic the Gathering free decks. Yeah. All in one bag. Just show up and s- smile. Show up and yours. But yeah, now I ended up getting freaking a variant cover of Titans 24. Got a variant cover of Hawkman 3. I randomly got Wonder Woman 54. I got The Thing in Human Torch, number 8. Superman Action Comics, 1002. Deathstroke the Terminator, number 22. Freaking! This is like looks like a classic issue. Let's see what year this one's from. Nineteen ninety-three. Oh, glorious, man! Yeah, I've got a variant edition Nightwing forty-eight, which I'm pretty sure I've already got that actual issue. And then I got a uh, Damage number seven, New Age of Heroes. Plus, don't forget, what was it like twenty or twenty-five percent off any purchase whatsoever? Yeah. We got coupons. I'm gonna get to like middle of September. Yeah, I got the uh, the coupon for the uh, chiropractor place. I, I called them uh, yesterday, and they take my insurance. Oh, nice. That's even better. Yeah, e- even better. Uh, I'm, I'm my my back is all fucked up, man. Like, uh, but even then, like uh, Amanda, um, is it Elizabeth, and of course uh, Mr. George. Uh, God bless y'all keep kicking ass waited like they had snacks out um before covid they would have like the the, the people that worked there they fed us I, I used to run gatekeeper mm-hmm. uh, 
and uh, they fed us and just let us have our full run of whatever comics we wanted and first choice of anything in the store. Is it a Spidey? Let me check. It's, no, maybe. No, Power of X, actually. Let me see that shit. It's with the uh, the new characters that we haven't been seen since. The combo, the combo mutants. Power of X. Um, I'll trade you a uh, comic of your choice from my storage bin for that poster. We you know, definitely do a little bit of business. 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 Always good, good business, with Mr. Morales, man. Uh, man, new era is coming up. I, I I think about it like every other thought. Nice. Every other thought. Um, let's do Daredevil, man. We got we got one more stop. Oh, we still shit. haven't did freaking right. escape. We, like I said, this is a big old day. Big old day. I freaking, we, gotta, no, we, we got two more stops. We, no, well, we, uh, well, yeah, we get the food afterwards. But no, we had a escape velocity freaking, uh, you know, our downtown downtown comic shop. Yes, sir. You know, we go, we go over there, and not only is freaking, like, they've got freaking, they've got a guy out there playing the guitar. They've got a, um, they got some guys selling um, pictures they, they drew themselves. For like five bucks a pop, you know, and they, they, you know, you know, and of course they're, they're doing, you know, they're taking care, of, you know, watching out for the COVID and whatnot. So everyone's, you know, you got to be in there with a mask on, and they're limit, they're limiting capacity at the moment. So we had to wait a minute, you know, not a big deal. We both had our mask anyway. Of course. Freaking um, yeah, you know, go in there, you know, they got a, as normal, they've got a great selection. They've got, you know. Yeah, as as a guy that's always been a big fan of freaking comics on walls, you know that's kind of a place I like to go because you can find some interesting back issues a lot of the time. Freaking, I uh, ended up picking up some old school X Men, Uncanny X Men while we were there. Got a couple in the dollar bin, and I think I picked up. I, think I picked up some Ghost Riders twenty ninety nine too because I'm starting to kind of interested in that character next. Of course. Plus, you were on the hunt, man, and we got Kismet behind us. Like, you, you, yep. you found that shit. Yeah. You know, so we were able to freaking get in, get out. You know, we only had a... <laughs> I think we between the two of us, the fact that nobody carries freaking cash anymore, I think we had six minutes on the meter. Yeah. You know, by the grace of the comic gods, we were able to get in and out without getting a ticket. Plus, I got to see my crush that works at a mortis- uh, mortuary. Your, that is true. Your response was just like, like, I've had a crush on this girl for a while. She has another job, her shoe job. She works at a mortuary. Of course she fucking does. Get in the of course car. she effing does. Get in the fucking car. Jesus Christ. Of course she does. <laughs> you really get all buried. Would she do anything else? <laughs> of course not, man. The, uh, the, uh, w- while you... Because uh, I, uh, I was going through all the graphic novels, and um, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of stuff that... The only thing I, I, I slept on was they had all the graphic novels at half price for Something's Killing the Children, but I want all those in single issues. They're under no yeah. circumstances do I want that in graphic novel form. Um, gotcha. And they had Batman Year One, but I think you have that already. Um, I don't have Batman. I've got the DVD. I don't have the I don't have the issues, but I think I wasn't trying to spend. I died already indulged quite a bit more than I had planned. No, I, I got um, the new uh, Scotty Young comic. Um, great, 
they were just wonderful people. But while you were inside, I had to wait for like 15 minutes to get in. Uh, I didn't mind. Uh, I actually, very few times do I appreciate when someone is actually, they didn't say mass required, but they were encouraged. Yeah. Okay, encouraged means that you're politely asking me to obey your store rules. It's, yeah. not a, it's not a McDonald's, but this is a local store. We just appreciate it. You know what, man? I don't. I don't have a mask. Uh, I, the, can I have one of yours? Yeah, he, he they had a bunch of extras. That's what I had there. And um, like you said, and um, I asked him, like, what are we talking about? Like twenty-five cents, like fifty cents a, a comic? And he's like, you know, man, it's usually twenty-five to fifty. Uh, sometimes a dollar, uh, depending on like how limited it is. But we usually spend about five thousand when we had the second store open over by the the movie theater. Yep. Which was awesome, by the way. Uh, I'm really sad that that one uh, they couldn't sustain that because of COVID. But um, yeah, no, that was my uh, my comic store choice before Ed's. Yeah, the place was great, and mm-hmm. um, he was just talking about like you know the business, and there were so many people just happy for comics and like he's like usually there'd be a, a line wrapped around the, the corner in the alley you know, Morales Alley uh, where we we film all our promos but mm-hmm. we'll edit that out so other motherfuckers don't know where we're going ah they can film there they don't go they don't got our juice let them film there we are the well, we are the juiciest we are the juiciest the Juventud Guerreras of Colorado Springs that is a goddamn amazing <laughs> fucking metaphor there dude I don't, I oh, it's a horrible metaphor, but I just think it's funny. Oh, Hoovy. Love that Hoovy. Love that juice. Uh, they took pictures of us. They they were excited that they were that we were there. Yeah. Uh, they were excited. Everyone was there, and uh, dude outside, like I was a little nervous to approach these guys because it was one of those things where, like, I was telling you about going up to that suicide uh, when I went to the Suicide Girls. Uh, Mm-hmm. show and I just wanted a free sticker and then I ended up buying a goddamn shirt and I was like uh, if I go up there I'm going to spend like they're going to talk me they're going to guilt me into buying their damn comic and it looked cool but like hey it wasn't something like really up my alley and I, I do hope they yeah. succeed but I, I, I kind of strayed away from them they saw me with the camera and walked out of there like kings man yeah that no, was good man freaking Good times. I was like going over there because you, you know, you, if you look hard enough, you're always gonna find something that like you didn't have before, you didn't see the first time. You're like, oh, I want that. You know. And then, like I said, they've got those issues on the walls that are just like, just a little out of my price range right now. But maybe next time. Maybe next time. Not a big deal. Uh, they've got enough stock. They've got enough everything to make everyone happy. They got McFarlane's, they got, you know, Marvel Legends, they've got little statues, they've got... Uh, I, the one thing that stands out about them is they celebrate the local artists. They have that specific stand for yep. these are local, support your local... Local comics trying to start out, yeah. Yep. Uh, we need to go in there and just grab a bunch of those and figure going to do like an episode on it at some point. That reminds me, man, I found it... Um, when I first got my iPhone, one of the coolest apps I got was uh, it was a Comixology app where you could tell it what you wanted to pull and it would tell you how much you're about to go spend. And mm-hmm. uh, 
there, there's not anything like that anymore, but I found something called from LeagueOfComicGeeks.com. I subscribed to them. Uh, I subscribed How to... How are we not in this league? Uh, yeah, I know, right? Um, like, has our membership been revoked? Dude, it's, it's totally free. You're going to love it. I'm going to send you the link. Uh, again, LeagueOfComicGeeks.com. Yeah, it, it'll tell you... Uh, you you tell it what you want to... What your pools are. And mm-hmm. as you are pulling stuff, it'll recommend stuff to you. But this thing doesn't sell things. What it does is it'll actually link to the closest comic book store that is linked to them, and you mm-hmm. can actually link your pool list to these guys. And the only one mm-hmm. in, in town is Escape Velocity. If you subscribe to this and then link your pool list to them, you're set. You can you can handle your pull list from from your your dashboard here. Uh, of, oh, nice. Uh, I I subscribe to everything you, me, and Colin read. Ninety one mm-hmm. titles. Jesus. Ten of which. Ten of which uh, are about to come out, and I'm not going to get into that right now because we're about to. That'll be a rabbit hole like crazy. But yeah. it'll also tell you. Uh, I'm looking at I'm looking at today's pools of every, like of everything uh, we subscribe to. It tells me I'm about to spend thirty three dollars and ninety two cents. Fucking That's love fancy. It. Fucking love it, man. And and it'll subscri- it'll it'll recommend if you like something's killing the children or X Corp. It'll say you probably want to read Way of X. Which, by the way, today's Way of X. Uh, Did it come out? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just picked up the other one like last week. Yeah, uh, I think I just grabbed the last one freaking like a week or two ago. Yeah, five came out today, and Nightcrawler is the man. <laughs> Nightcrawler is the man, and uh, yeah, we'll 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 take care of that next next uh, issue. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll send you the link. It's nice. so, it, it is so useful. I, I miss having this sort of app. Um, the new Kane the Conqueror came out this week. Uh, the Trial of okay. Bandito. Dude, I read all the X-Books. I don't remember Scarlet Witch dying. After- I, think, I think it was something with the freaking, uh, with the whole uh, gala. Near yeah. the end of the gala, she dies. I don't remember her dying. I remember uh, the X-23's uh, fucking clone dying. But that's a whole other, ex- uh, it's, not, it's not Excalibur, it's a New Mutant story. Okay. I don't remember Scarlet Witch dying or being murdered. I feel like I feel like I saw it. I feel like I might have the issue. I have to look. No, I, I have it. I just don't remember her dying. I just remember Magneto and her dancing after the gala. Pretty sure right after that is when she dies. Uh, I I just remember Elf teleporting all drunk as shit, seeing like her dancing with Magneto. I don't remember her dying. The next scene, I don't know, maybe. Anyway, that that's something else. That that's uh, that's for next issue. Um, but we leave escape velocity like kings, like they treat us. Yep. And I totally got a crush. Photos might even be on a wall. Yeah, one hundred percent, man. And I, I'm just happy this. Like we talked about it in the core, but we are truly in a renaissance of comics right now, man. Everything. Yeah, no, man. A lot, a lot of, we get a lot of really good stuff. There's a huge amount of variety right now. You know, we're seeing kind of the rise of some new freaking comic books 
freaking companies coming up, you know, Vault's doing really good. Freaking, I was, I'm, you know, I never really got into images the way I felt like I could have. But, like, reading, like, you know, freaking, I think Noctera's a freaking image book and yep. a couple other ones that I'm really into right now. That came it's always fun. Came yeah, I got that one. I haven't read it yet, but, yeah, it came in my... It's like the one image book on my pull list on the routine. If uh, I would have known that if it wasn't for LeagueOfComicGeeks.com. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, they it, it, it's it's cash money, man. It's, it's great, man. And we're not even sponsored by these guys. Yeah, we got to get sponsored, man. We're going to talk about sponsors no. later on. About no, no. Now, we leave like kings. It's a high of day, man. It's like, I, I get mush in you all the time, and it's like one of those things like, that just happened, man. Like, we got all these books, man. I just wish Connor would have been there, man. Yeah, I know he was. He was out living the life, swimming in freaking Connecticut. I'm glad. He, <laughs> I'm glad he was. I mean, you you picked up some books for him, man. But even then, man, like the the way they treated the kids, like that that like that's that homegrown style, all, all that awesomeness. Like you know, welcome in. Like, I, I love that Connor is welcome. Like. I remember uh, first time we went to Muse together, and Connor was going crazy, man. But he wasn't a bad kid. He wasn't like you know breaking stuff. He was just like excited, like the yeah, he, just looking at stuff. He was physically acting the way our minds were were nah. were acting as we're being bombarded with shit we want to buy. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I, I love watching that happen, man. He's a great kid. And uh, I can't wait to go to another comic book store with him, man. And uh, God, that that little that little dude has the best luck with blind boxes, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does. Freaking, he's able to pull out some get some interesting stuff out of those things. He, uh, uh, I was kind of kind of jealous when you were telling me about that story about like you know going with grandma because uh, I remember that happened with me with my grandma, like you know getting spent oh, nice. spent a week with my grandma, like. Uh, God, I... God, Jesus, the only way I can date it is that Conan O'Brien had his very first show for his talk show that week. Oh, wow, okay. And uh, Grandma took me to Big Watts and uh, when 90, 92, 94, or 90, maybe even 90, um, they had a proton pack, and I was like, I want that. It was like, ten, <laughs> it was $10. I remember being like 30 uh, when it was brand new, um, mm-hmm. she bought me a proton pack and she bought me the new like giant pog set. And I stayed up. I have pogs. Yeah, I stayed up all night organizing my pogs and I watched Conan O'Brien for the first time. And uh, nice. really, um, I saw uh, Mrs. Morales, Miss Carrie, posting that you're making memories of Grandma. And I'm like, yeah, like that's mm-hmm. awesome, man. I'm like, I'm, I'm excited for the kid, man. Like, uh, hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, I mean, freaking, that's, that's important to get that kind of bond going when you can. Cause you never, you know, you never know with that kind of stuff. You never know. Um. But, then we go to the creme de la creme. We can't go to no fucking, because we made that rule, no fucking chain restaurants. Yep. We find a hot dog place. Uh, the, the, the gimmick, I, I say we do the gimmick next time, like... If we get Colin to actually fucking come visit us, uh, we mm-hmm. do, we do the the gimmick. It was like twenty bucks for four burgers and four fries and four drinks. If they're okay. if yeah. they're, 
if their burgers are anywhere as close to those brats, like, because you got the plain ass one, I got the one covered in sauerkraut, onions, and and mustard. Yeah, you, you got the whites. Yes, sir. That sweet tea, uh, I was marking out, man. Like when we like, <laughs> we we have sweet tea. That means that's gonna be the sweet. Like, I, I drink it in, like one big ass gulp. How was that? Mm. Uh, how was that? Uh, milkshake. The shake was marvelous, just due to the fact that the shake machine was actually working. Hell yeah. Like, I was just happy I actually had the option of a shake. As we so ate our- I had to had to indulge a bit since freaking that was an option. Freaking and it, it paid off well. You know, got a strawberry shake and fries and fries and a brat. Freaking, you know, ate right there in the parking lot, right next to a homeless guy. Unfortunately. Yeah, he was sleeping in his car. Sleeping in his car. Didn't realize that when we pulled over. That's not like we did it on purpose, man. But like, he knew what he was. He knew where he parked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he knew where he parked, but that was that was like that was like a victory dinner, man. Like. Yeah. Uh, victory dinner. It was. was- it was good, man. Freaking, we had a good ass. Freaking, we had a bunch of shops. Freaking, got a bunch of books. Took some pictures with people. Got some film. We got some it was film. freaking a solid ass, you know. Just a solid ass day getting stuff done. Limit pushing Saturday, man. And yeah, we got a good copy. Um, now that you say that, um, I say that for all out, we grill. We get some uh, charcoal. Uh, we hit up one of those uh, grills outside the house. And uh, we 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 do some steaks. That could be fun. We could do that. I will I will throw down for the steaks. It's my turn. Uh, Miss Carrie threw down the most excellent sliders. Yeah. Excellent sliders, and uh, we did some wings. And uh, but let's do some steaks. And um, we still got to do the. Uh, probably take us a while to do it because obviously all out takes precedent over everything. Um, yeah. Uh, to do long Halloween, let's let's save that for Halloween. I would definitely could, yeah. Let's save that for Halloween. The re-releasing actually, um, long Halloween in long form and in graphic novel, thanks to LeagueOfComicGeeks.com. I learned that today. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're not sponsored, but sponsor us, please. But sponsor us. Got home, took a nap. Called you like what the fuck? Like we got all this shit, man. <laughs> like, like, yeah, it was ridiculous, man. Like you got, like you said, man. Those special, those freaking those grab bags from you. You got all the stuff you didn't really didn't expect. Man, which is freaking phenomenal. Next year we got to make sure we get early to escape velocity because we missed out on their grab bags. Oh really? Yeah, we missed out on their grab bags. The first twenty-five people got grab bags on that one. Oh nice. Okay. Good enough for next time. We can we can pre-plan better. Yeah, we're gonna make sure that you know Colin, uh, not Colin, if he wants to come, but Mister uh, Connor can uh, get his five comic books. <laughs> yeah. Daddy wants. That knows what he ended up getting. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's still, still spent a pretty penny. Freaking. Actually, it probably didn't spend as much as I'm talking, but it spent between all three probably about fifty, sixty bucks, maybe. Uh, I, I think I spent about like thirty five. Um, we gotta go back to Vans and get that Dazzler. <laughs> it's it's been ha- it's been haunting my dreams. <laughs> oh, you need better dreams. No, I, I that's I've got pretty bad nightmares. If I'm uh, haunted over by a Dazzler action figure, I'm pretty cool. <laughs> it's a good night. It's a good night. <laughs> I can always get some sleep. 
Just like bartering with Mr. Uh... God damn it, I'm such an asshole. Mr. Fucking uh, speech impediment. Uh... <laughs> like, I just want to have... His name might be Larry, I don't know. No, it's not Larry. Dale? No, it, 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 as long as it's... Like, it, like, it, it is going to fuck us up if we find out his name's Ed. <laughs> No, it's gonna kill. It's gonna kill the good, the good name of Ed. Ed negative two. I don't even. I don't even mind him. He just. I just. I don't know what his name is. In all honesty. He he does have pornographic trading cards underneath the uh, the old glass case. Then how are you guys not like best friends? Because <laughs> uh, I I've had a hustler subscription. No, I'm just kidding. Good. I got the good stuff, brother. I got the good. We got the good stuff. Like the back room and the the beaded the beaded like you know, curtains and shit. <laughs> we got a we got all the chaos comics back here. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Tell, You're not wrong. Tell me more, unless we're going to, you know, the best comic book store on the fucking planet, Mile High. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Freaking September 18th. Be there, be square. You have a wrestling returns. And if you're in jail, break out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Break out, man. Like, God, I think we're going to be poor. Like, because we're going to be making money off that, but we're also going to be there early. <laughs> and there's no goddamn way you and I aren't going to be fucking crate digging and be like, hey, can you just put this pile? We're about to make some little bit of money. <laughs> Do you guys think, can we make like a down payment? Yeah. Um, <laughs> credit. Um, yeah, Do you guys have a, an official Mile High credit card? Yep. This is one of those things. That, the only thing I wish that Mile High had was a hand washing station. Yeah. But they, um, they, it's not that it's dirty, but it, you're going through old comics. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's some kick-ass fucking wrestling going on. We've got Bruce Rogers. We've got fucking Heidi Hallitzer. We've got... Yep, we got, freaking, we got Logan. we got uh, Joey Kincaid. Junsu. we got Junsu. we got Eric Angel. we got uh, we got the debuting Austin Reddick. we got, we got a couple of surprises set up because, of course, there's going to be surprises. Always surprises. And what did you guys do when COVID happened? You put the brakes on it, and you protected people because that's what you believed in. But yeah. also, you didn't do that bullshit thing where you took all the fucking belts off people. Yeah, no, that's that's ridiculous. Freaking all the uh, all the champions. Freaking Bruce Rogers is still the uh, NEW heavyweight champion. Jason Knoll is still defending the 5280 championship. And the uh, the Lucha Army, Delta Jr. and Rayo Plateado, are still the uh, new era tag team champions. That's juicy. That's the so, juice. yeah. That's that's some hoovy juice there. That's the hoovy. That's the that's the hooven tube right there. That's the hoovy juice, man. Like we we gotta sell that. Like we gotta sell like juice, just like with like hoovy's name on it, and get sued later on. No, no. <laughs> hoovy power juice. It's just fucking the, like the last thing we need. No, I don't need to. It's just tang. <laughs> no, I've seen. Uh, I've wrestled on a show at Hooven Tude once, freaking in a uh, one of the local lucha feds. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that you're you're at a local fed that you know sold tang on the side. No, no, no. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, just a just a show of hooping to some. It was somebody's birthday and there was cake given. Oh, 
so it was it was it was an interesting night. The the new so. the new era and you know we've worked for a lot of feds, but new era was the fun one, man. And yeah, no, it's it's good. It's solid. We got a lot of a lot of good stuff. Not got to, a lot of good stuff. We had a lot of good stuff. We got a lot of good stuff planned. Not to mention the fact that there's a lot of people that lament the fact that they were working under the family-friendly umbrella. I've seen it before. People want to do mm-hmm. some, you know, Attitude Era shit. They want to do some ECW shit. And like, hold on a second here. Um, the space in between is something different. We've talked about this mm-hmm. a million times. Yeah. The, the challenge of doing a family-friendly show for a wrestling crowd that knows goddamn well what ACW is and AEW and Attitude Era and still pull it off and pack the fucking crowd every goddamn time. Um, yep. Like, I, I remember one of the, like, I, had, I think I was like three podcasts deep and mm-hmm. um, it was my second time being at a New Era show and I was up front, I was all by myself and uh, uh, I don't, it wasn't Bruce, it was somebody else. Um, he comes out, he's slapping hands, half the crowd's booing his ass, and he comes up to me like, why don't you interview me? Interview me! Jerk! <laughs> and I was like, thank you. <laughs> You'll be on the list, and I forgot what that gentleman's name was. <laughs> <laughs> he never quite made it all the way to the top of the list, but he's on it somewhere. He's, he's on it somewhere, man, but the, the fact that, the, yeah, that he even knew that some dude had like three episodes in and uh i met uh mr fourth row that night and uh he was such a good gentleman man i, I really like that guy um already kick ass i love the fact he's always uh on his bike supporting people's uh you know local shirts uh today he was mm-hmm. wearing uh big guns or yesterday he was wearing big guns shirt because of the uh afghanistan debacle or whatever you want to call it like you said we're not going to politics but he wore it yeah. just he wore it just for big guns that he was thinking about him, and, you know, it happens, and I'm glad that, you know, people pay attention to the people that they love, and, but New Era is coming back, man, it's a fucking Yep, yep can't complain, can't wait, shoot. How proud are you, man? You want a fed now, man. <laughs> True, but still. It's, it's awesome, man, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting to, it's interesting to kind of think about when you really think about it, I don't think... Things are really gonna hit until that first show's in the can, though. So, can I get booked? No. <laughs> no. Everybody hit uh, Tony Morales says no at gmail dot com to not get booked at New Era. <laughs> it's all funny games. It's all funny things. Just full of stuff. Always just full of spam and hateful letters. Where do you have uh, two solid T-shirts already ready to get printed? And Mr. Jason made the most gnarly fucking Thor Ragnarok homage. Wow, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> that was so gnarly, man. The Phoenix in the back, full on fire, man. Uh, yeah, like, uh, I-, I texted him about that, man. Like, it was just like, ah, you know, Jason's like, yeah, he's a, he's a big star for us. But, like, he's still, you know, we'll talk to anybody, including Marks like me. Jason, what's up, man? <laughs> Nice, nice. Uh, before we move on to the actual comics, uh, how much are the tickets for New Era? I believe they're $10. 
Just ten dollars, Tony. Ten dollars. Did you say just ten dollars? You mean for just ten dollars, you can get? You pay for the whole seat. You only need the edge. We get any edge on uh, uh, the the youth, like discount for youth? Ah, uh, freaking the. If I remember correctly, I believe it was seven dollars. I think for six and under. And also uh, military. Military. Yep. Yep. We respect the troops. Uh, we're gonna be kicking ass, man. Um, I actually bought a new pair uh, of trainers. Oh, nice. Yeah, because my feet are always hurting like a motherfucker after doing any photo shoots. I'm yeah. Back, I'm backstage running around like a, like crazy just taking photos, and uh, I'm going to make sure that music is on par, man. Um, but New Era is coming. Mile High Comics by Bronco Stadium in Little Mexico. Uh, by the way, if you are there early, there is a supermercado about a block away right by the Long John Silvers. You walk in, and there'll be a gentleman that'll sell you five bootleg DVDs of movies that are in the theater right now. 20 bucks. <laughs> 20 bucks. Now, 20 bucks will get you five DVDs. Two of them will work. <laughs> Absolutely worth every penny. Plus, you get this... <laughs> Discount limes, like you know, Albuquerque cheese. There, it's it's a great super supermercado. Love that guy. Uh, every time I go around that place, I always stop at the Long John Silver's and go and get my throw down twenty bucks and get my uh, bootleg DVDs. I've got a I've got a Winter Soldier DVD that is filmed by a very nice gentleman cooped up in between two other people filming with a like a handheld VHS. <laughs> And it was it, it was awesome, it, like. <laughs> so something you have just to say you have it. Just to say I have it. I got last uh, got the first shitty Star Wars, uh, but anyway. <laughs> now can I, don't, we... I don't have any. I don't have any crappy bootleg DVDs. I need to need to invest. You were too brown not to have any bootleg DVDs. Apparently. If only we could find, like, like uh, when we're on the hunt on the road doing guerrilla warfare, we, like, walk into one place and some dude's, like, selling every bootleg ECW DVD ever. I'd <laughs> like, um, uh, walk out so broke. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah, that would be crazy. Like, um, is there an ATM here? Listen, uh, my card only lets me take out 500 at a time. If you take 500 out, you take 500, we'll get both of them. I got a DVD burner at home. <laughs> get DVD burner home. Uh, we, all the ECWs yeah, randomly. We, we we split two hundred. We split fifty bucks on two hundred DVDs. We'll have all the. All right, let's do it. Break. Let's go. <laughs> Pretty much. If only there's a very nice gentleman that is not national to this country that is selling bootleg, bootleg. wrestling DVDs. Dude, we said it. And, like, like, we said it, like, you know, you're cracking up, but we're, we're, like, I said, there's no fucking way you're going to find a fucking Ghost Rider 2099. And, and literally next door. Literally next door. I found two. I did find two. I found two of the 25 issues. Yes. So, so Kismet is going to find us a very nice gentleman that is selling bootleg. Bootleg DVDs of all the ECW shows and, from like 1992. And if he's cool as shit, he's gonna be selling some Lucha Underground. 
Yeah, yeah you're not wrong. That little more days really boils my potatoes. <laughs> um, no. Mine feels after dark, sorry. Just no. Let's do some Daredevil, unless you want to take a break. You're, kill, you're killing the gimmick, yeah, let's take a break real let's quick. Let's take a break real I'll come back to some Daredevil. For the love of God, I don't want to hear anything, I don't want to hear anything more about your potatoes. Alright, cool. Alright, <laughs> and break. Or boil. <laughs> Guys, we're back. And a clap. Do that shit. Uh, we got Daredevil to talk about, man. I'm really bummed that Marvel spoiled some serious shit. I'm not going to tell you what I read, because I don't want you to read it, because I don't want you to experience the the disappointment I read. I just hope that, uh, from what I read, that they're going to keep Chip Zdarsky on uh, past uh, 36. Um, but some serious shit happened here, man. Like, like, oh, like, yeah. like a mess. The last time I saw a mess like this happen, it wasn't the the uh, giant battle of uh, Hell's Kitchen. It was Wilson Fisk beating that gentleman to death in a bathroom. <laughs> Yeah, when he lost his cool at the freaking on the on the Daredevil the TV show. Yes, sir. Because he you know, he had he had money and he had enough money, but he didn't have the right. He didn't have clean money. No, he did not. And they wanted they wanted clean money. We haven't. And you yeah. can't. You, you don't disrespect the kingpin. No, you do not, man. And uh, that's one of the reasons why uh, last time I went to take a whiz over at uh, Primo's and Jason was there, uh, I went to a stall. Well, always just fight the kingpin. <laughs> nope, not standing next to that. What do you got here, man? Indeed. Well, nah, we, uh, we start out, we got kingpin freaking in the sub-basement of Ravencroft Institute. And he's sitting here with doctors, and they have a, uh, they have bullseye, and he's all you know in a straight jacket and got wires coming out of him and all kinds of and whatnot. <clears throat> and King, we find out, yeah, we find out Kingpin's goal is to control bullseye, like he wants him to be his weapon. And quite apparently, if you know these guys can't make that happen, uh, the Kingpin's not going to be happy. And as we've already discussed. You don't want to make the kingpin unhappy. No, you do not. But now uh, that we find then that was that was ten weeks ago, and then we find out four weeks ago, freaking, um, he he's in a tank, and for some reason he's bleeding. It looks like he apparently cut himself open with his fingernails. And they're talking about this benefactor, and they're trying to figure out what they're gonna do. To to deliver bullseye basically, and the whole thing is they're they're bringing in a guy to uh to clone bullseye, and they're you know they're not and one guy is like I'm not sure what that you know how this is a good idea, because one bullseye is bad enough and you want to clone him and make more. That, that, that's such a. Uh... I don't even know how to classify that. Like, it's not an atomic bomb. It's a, uh... You got one rogue asshole that doesn't die. <laughs> like, yeah. Doesn't That you miss. can't control. Under no circumstances. And you want to make more of him? What the hell are you yeah. thinking? This is a horrible idea. This is, this is, you're, you know, you're feeding him after midnight. You're putting him in water. 
Like, there's no way this works out to anybody's benefit. You know, and then we turn around and freaking, uh, that bullseye escaped. And he's got a couple of pens in his hand, and that can only mean that everybody in this room is about to die. About, just pens. Uh, think about the, uh, hey buddy, uh, can I borrow your pen real quick from the, uh, Orient Car? Uh, Truth and Journalism, the ending, with, uh, hey motherfucker, we're shooting on VHS. <laughs> You just ruined a, a, a great murder. And, uh, hey, just borrow your pens. I'm like, uh, he's naked and pissed off. Yeah, that's not, that's not a good, that's never a good combination. Uh, the, but before we progress any further, I'm loving this scene, uh, the panel above the, the two pens in his hand, of some of the best speed lines outside of manga I've ever seen. The crack of the neck. How quickly he can do it, and they had mm-hmm. to, they had to go they had to go full eastern to demonstrate how quickly and how dangerous he is. He was he was barely like floating in the tank before this next scene happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a matter of minutes at the most. Seconds. Yeah. And I mean, you know, he's already regained consciousness. He knows what's going on. He knows what they're after. But then at the end, he's just like, you know, I don't want to be pain in the ass, but uh, would somebody please, t- you know, mind telling me what's going on? <laughs> and then we, you know, we transfer to present day. We've got Electra's Daredevil, who's just been stabbed in the back by one bullseye while we're fighting against at least three others and a sniper's on the roof. You know, she knows she, you know, she'd have enough trouble. Electra, of all people would have enough trouble with one bullseye as we all know bullseye at one point killed her and now you know there's between three and four bullseyes for her to deal with all at once you know after she's already been injured oh 100% and we get that that one sliver of a panel where we see fear in her eyes as like the, the, the second to last other bullseyes pulling in for the ricochet and Right in the right in the shoulder, and we see fear in her eyes. That's that is such beautiful, Zadarsky and God damn. Yeah. I never noticed that Electra had blue eyes. <laughs> Can't say I have either, actually. Upon further review. But yeah, no, she ends up uh, figuring out that she. You know, there's no way she's gonna win this battle. So she takes one of them and jumps off a bri- off, the, off the building, and uses his body to freaking soften the blow. As she, you know, uh, they fall into a car, and the, the sniper finally fires the shot at her, and she's just like, "This is how I'm gonna die." You know, this is just, you know, I don't know what to do. And she's just like, you know, they're coming for her, but you know, now she knows what she needs to do because you know, all this stuff is silence all about silencers and these guys all have silencers on their weapons so she decides to she grabs a gun and she makes as much noise as she can hoping that somebody will hear her and before they can get to her you know she and she loses consciousness she sees two shadows coming to help we end up finding out that that's Iron Man and Spider-Man coming to her aid I disconnected here man Completely. Why is that? Because, like, if Iron Man and Spider-Man show up, 
Iron Man is gonna have homing beacons and just gonna annihilate anything that remotely looks or breathes or the heartbeat is the same heartbeat as the same asshole, and they're gonna eliminate all the bullseyes right away. Spidey with his Spidey sense, um, like, like they're they're bringing two heavy hitters unnecessarily, and that really bothered me. I wanted some <laughs> I wanted some D lister guys. The way that we're we're marking out over you want some victims. Uh, I want victims. I want I do, but at the same time, I want someone that that isn't like uh, an Avenger powerhouse. This is Hell's Kitchen. Uh, Avengers give a shit about the fucking Hell's Kitchen man, like. Uh, Spidey Sp- Spider Spider Man's been a recurring character. He's shown up at least a little bit in a couple of issues. Yonkers is a little pretty far away uh, from fucking Hell's Kitchen, man. Like, uh, like they're not going. He's not going to give a shit. I understand they're on patrol, but mm-hmm. even then, like, with with Iron Man power, he's going to find anyone that remotely resonates as Bullseye and like do something to him. Uh, I, I wanted like we've been functioning off how awesome. Typhoid Mary has been for the past yeah. twelve issues, and they bring in these Avengers. I, I don't want nothing. I don't want nothing to do. Like, give us something. Give, give, give me a Luke. Who, Cage. who, would, who, would, who would you? I would say, who would you have wanted? Luke give, Cage. Okay. A Luke Cage, a Jessica Jones, people, Hell's Kitcheny. You know, like uh, uh, Iron Fist. So, you, know, <laughs> you were just going down the Defenders roster. Pretty much, man. <laughs> nice. But 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 not someone that can. I, I will agree with you on Iron Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna respectfully disagree on Spider Man. Spider Man makes sense. Spidey does make sense. I, I just didn't want to see him in this. Yeah, I mean he's he's been around a few is- issues here and there, like when before before freaking Jared Devil went to jail, they had a combo and whatnot. And... Spider Man makes sense. I will give you I will give you Iron Man. Doesn't make sense though. No. But yeah, no, yeah, we turn around and freaking uh, we go to Izzy Libris, the uh, the king, the queenpin of Hell's Kitchen. Now the kingpin, you know, she's kind of she's barricading herself in her office. She's talking with Butch, who, unbeknownst to her, is trying to take over and become the new kingpin. You know, and, and while he's over here talking to this lady and yet letting her confide in him. The whole time he is he is planning to basically have her taken out, have her ousted. You know, he she's just sad that her her other her one son is gone. Her other son just he ran because he didn't want to he didn't want to deal with the drama of being associated with the uh, the kingpin. She's pissed about the weakest link. Yeah. You know he uh, he left. He's running the rails. You know. And she she misses at the end of the day she misses her kid. Maybe this wasn't, you know, being the kingpin wasn't all it's cracked up to be. You know, and then Butch is just feeding into this, talking about how you know I'm here for you. I understand. You know, if you ever need anyone to talk to, talk to me. You know, and that's you know that kind of information is deadly in this line of work. You know, we end up seeing Matt Murdock walking in talking to him. And he, you know, Butch is letting him know what's going on, and he, you know Matt's oh, like, no, he got to Mike, 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 Mike Murdoch. That's right. But uh, Mike walks in, and you know their you know, their whole plan was to kidnap the uh, the son that took off. 
and you know, Butch is like, you know, we'll, we'll, we got this, we'll figure it out. I got, I got a plan. You know, well, uh, bigger problem right now is anything with Bullseye and Daredevil. You know, and then you know, Mike's just like, you know, at least we don't have to worry about. Uh, are you seeing this? And they look over in the news, and there's apparently a takeover at the local prison. After the big explosion, after uh, last issue. Last issue, yep. When Matt found some weird experimental, uh, whatever you want to call it, like, I kind of want to feel like, like, like the the one thing I wanted to know while this was happening is how close uh, Ravencroft is. To the state pen? Mm, that's yeah. a question. Yeah. Is it the basement? Yeah. Could be. But yeah, I know we go over, we get all the police out here, you know, and everyone's like, yo, I don't know. We got, we got to handle the situation, you know, make sure nobody's been killed, you know, typical stuff. And we've got the, uh, we got Detective North walking up here, who Daredevil's been, you know, had an uneasy alliance with recently. Couldn't, I popped so hard for that. And every single every single car that pops up, that show that shows up, they uh they shoot out the headlights. You know, no ex no excess light right now. And then Daredevil calls and he's like, you know, send North in. You know, I can hear his heartbeat. I know he's there. Have him come. You know, send him in alone. And North just kind of takes it for a second, takes his jacket off, is like, I'm going in. You know, and then quickly we go back to uh, Tony Stor uh, Tony Stark. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we get to that, the the look on his face in the panel. We want you to go in. The amount of trust on this, like this, is one of the reasons. Uh, spaces in between why Zdarsky is just knocking this out of the goddamn park is is the spaces in between. Like he's looking away. Uh, sending Cole North in alone. He's looking away, and journalist is looking at her at him like I know something's up here. She's got mm -hmm. that eye that that eye looking. He's looking away, knows to conceal things, thinks for a second, and he takes his jacket off. Now he doesn't have a flak jacket on. He doesn't even have a fucking gun. Yep. I'm going in. Like no questions asked. And and he doesn't even know what the hell's going on with Daredevil right now with Matt or, or what what's poisoned him like this guy deserves his own goddamn comic book uh, as <laughs> like I'm just in love with this guy as a human being and and he he didn't show up in Daredevil being like I know what's right I know what's wrong um, he showed up walking the line. And now he's making a public display. No questions asked. Like yep. you're, they're gonna kill you, dude. Um, yeah, fuck you. Going in. Yeah, that's pretty much where they're at. But yeah, no. Um, Electra ends up waking up at what appears to be, I would say, probably Avengers Tower. And Tony Stark's like, hey, you know, you need to, you're in good hands, but you need to calm down and you need to heal up. And Lecture's like, no, I, I, I got to do this. I have to, I have to do this, you know. And she's just like, why didn't you guys go after him? 
you know, just don't, you know, just leave me to die or whatever, but I, you know, the bulls I needed to be handled, you guys could have done it, like, you know, like you were talking about, and you guys decided to save me instead, that's, that's foolish, basically. And Tony just responds with, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you know, but Spider, you know, Spider-Man's tracking them while I'm trying to, trying to get you better. You know, it's just like, I'm, I'm going to go after him again. And, she, you know, he's like, no, you need to, you know, you need to heal. And she's like, no, 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 like, you know, I don't know you all that well, but I know enough about Tony Stark to say that, you know, the way to your heart is to ask for an upgrade. Yeah, and she's like, are you going to end up making me, yeah, make me a bullseye killing machine? And, like, he just kind of gives her a look. And then she's just like, you know, figuratively, of course. Of course. You know, and then we end up going back to, uh, we end up going to Kingpin's place with, uh, with Typhoid Mary. You know, she's, and she's like, you know, Wesley keeps messaging me. And Kingpin just responds, you know, I told him to leave me alone for the night. And then she's telling about the incident at the prison and that the inmates have taken control. And Kingpin just responds, you know, I don't care, you know. I, I have I have nothing left for Daredevil. You know, the man that resided in my head, you know, for all these years is causing me nothing but pain. And now, you know, my city is shut down and it's dying. And then he's, he's just like, you know, Daredevil above all the new can go to hell. And he's just like, I'm tired. Good night, Mary. And freaking, you know, you know, we see we see Mary looking at him as he walks off, and we see Mary looking the other way, and there her katanas right then and there. You know, it's the care. It, it, it harkens back to something that I was absent from Daredevil. I've been reading Daredevil for years. Mm-hmm. Is the care that Kingpin has in the people that he loves that they absolutely accentuated within the episodes of the Netflix show. Yeah. And they're incorporating that, and very rarely do I see something that's happening in a show make its way into the pages. Yeah, if nothing else, you might see, like, some costume designs or some costume redesigns and stuff like that. But, like, really not, like, growth in character the way they've grown Kingpin over the years since the TV show came out. Well, we see that everything's happening and, you know, obviously everyone's on some sort of juice, some sort of, uh, we get blood out of the eyes... I'm still wondering, like, we've got this preview for the next issue where we, we see the, the cover, Deadpool, no, I'm sorry, not Deadpool, uh, Bullseye, uh, in the stained glass with the, the bullseye, you know, just resonating across it, not just in his forehead. Um, DD on the sides. I don't, I don't know how many times you've been in a Catholic church, but we've got a martyr here. Yeah. We've got a martyr coming up, and then if you've seen the uh, spoilers, man, I don't know how they're gonna pull us off. But I, I was really pissed <laughs> off. I was really pissed off that I got spoilers on Daredevil, man. I, I I thought I was clicking on something like you know like uh, 
Chip Zdarsky signed on for the next 100 issues. Uh, no, mm. no, um, it, it just harkens back to what I, what we've talked about, about how it's awesome to pick up an issue of Nightwing in 78, and it's not like a new number one because it's the starting of a new story. Like, it's within the archaic, uh, pages. It's, it's part of the it's part of the lore. Yeah. Like, don't sleep on Nightwing because you're gonna miss something. Yep. Uh, the way that uh, Tinning is like... Because we know now that Tinning is not gonna be doing uh, anything DC past uh, February. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Joker's gonna go 14 in April. But... The legacy, like it, he he didn't like he didn't like make Bane really cool again. He didn't uh, he didn't do any of that shit. He made all these awesome new people, like like yeah we got we got a ton of new people uh, up to you. We uh, freaking Clown Hunter, Ghostmaker, Miracle Molly, uh, Simon Saint, Hunch the like, Keeper One, Punchline, Huntress just being more of a badass. Yeah. Hunters, well, she was, but she was the best part of uh, Birds of Prey movie. Oh, she she really was. Hundreds was like a D lister or an F lister, uh, an R lister mm. until that. Um, but goddamn, did he beef her up? And uh, Zdarsky, I'm looking at. I, I can't stop staring at the stained glass cover, man. Especially because we haven't seen Typhoid Mary really go crazy. Yeah, not yet. Not yet, because remember. Kingpin Wilson said, "Like, calm the fuck down." Like, like, I had to put the book down when I realized. I, I, I like, I, it was such a swerve. We've talked about it before. That mm-hmm. the, the nun the whole time, <laughs> the whole time, yep. especially within then the the show when Matt's like, you know, at the, you know, the church. At the church, yeah. Could be typhoid. Mm-hmm. Um. What do you think, man? Like, uh, I'm 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 in a process of mourning, man, from some weird spoilers. Yeah, no, I mean it's I don't know. I never I never look into the spoilers, but like this last page when like Cole's walking through the prison, and like he ends up punching a dude in the face, and freaking, you know, just turning around and walking in, and they're at the top of all these chairs and desk and whatnot is daredevil just sitting here freaking on top of all this stuff with fire burning behind him you know and all he has to say is you know that was you know all he was doing was trying to escort you you know cole north the big bad detective who took down daredevil and then at the top of this you know pile of wood there's daredevil on a comfy sofa being like care to try again yeah it's just surrounded by a posse you know what it reminds me of is this guy that's been screwed over by like pretty much everyone except five or three people he's worked for mm-hmm. that now owns a Fed, the best Fed in Colorado, sitting atop a burning pier. Watch everyone fuck up. You know, I I, I know a guy that you know. Got to ring of honor and made the the man's choice. I know a guy that uh, trains people. 
Like yeah. I said, we'll see what happens when it happens, man. I don't know what you're talking about. I was just talking about comic books. I definitely wasn't talking about New Era comic book, New Era coming back <laughs> December, September, September 18th. Ten dollars, seven dollars for military kids. Mm. I'm just proud of you, man. You deserve it. And I'll see, like I said, we'll see what happens when it happens, man. Once that first show hits, we'll freaking be back on and go from there. Uh, so what are you what are you hitting us with next? Man, I was all psyched, fucking stoked about this, man. Man, goat and bunny, man. Uh, loved the first issue from Xenoscope. Okay. Red, Red issues two and three, and it played out like a really bush league Sam Raimi movie. Okay. Uh, the uh, man goat is actually the child of the original Baphomet, born as a woman, became a man, is now is the uh, hearkening statue for all Satanists and pagans uh, that have a little bit of violence in their hearts. And, uh, it was basically just building on to the bunny getting laid. Okay. And, uh, Bigfoot saving the day. 30 pages content. Like, I gotta tell you, man, the artwork is fucking phenomenal in this. But the story, awesome. the story laid out, the way, and I'm not shitting on it. It's, it's just that I'm used to it. Like, if this had came out in 1978, 82, I would have been like... Whoa! What the hell just happened? Um, no, it, it it played out like a like a script that Sam Raimi didn't want to make into a movie. Okay. Granted, the guy that made Spider Man three. <laughs> um. He's been known for making some bad choices. Uh. Decent choices, goddammit. They had Sam Man. Sam Man was the one good thing in that movie. I just like the guy that the, the guy from Wings was playing playing Sandman. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we didn't even get any titties in this. Just a Santa cult that didn't do shit. I, I I want this to do well. I just I, I'm so on the I'm walking the line on this one, brother man. Like the action was great, the artwork is great. Um, but as I, as I read through it, I read it twice just to make sure I wasn't being a dickhead. But yeah, bad same movie. Oh, that even a good one. Um, well, you know, um, Colin and I have the archives. We we bought this a couple weeks ago. Or no, a couple, actually, a year ago. Um, okay. I'll have to buy it for you too. But we bought all the Darkman comic books. Okay. And the uh, DVD and the, or, actually, was it a DVD or a bootleg DVD? It was a DVD. Uh, and the novelization of the movie. We want to do a, a solid Darkman. And this comic book exists. And I <laughs> I want more Darkman. But that that's all I got for this week, man. I mean, X-Force... X-Force was, like... Of all the X-Books that came out... How did you feel about this one? It was all right, man. Freaking like it's it's just it's a continuation issue. It's it's more setting up for you know later on. You know we got we see a guy in a uh, in a graveyard, 
leaving presents for leaving what appears to be some seeds for his wife, and then we find out this guy is Doctor Bloodroot, who I'm unfamiliar with. But there's this guy, you know, the mysterious man from last issue in the mask with the peacock tattoo, talking about how, you know, their uh, their interests align. And how it's actually the mutant's fault that his wife's gone. And he's like, no, oh, I, I run this organization called Xeno. And we're, uh, we're, we're actively um, defying them. And I, but we need help. You know, and if you want to be an ally, you know, we'd love to have you. You know, and then we kind of, we've got Beast and Sage. It's looking over all this stuff with all these people and plants and... Uh, the plants are negatively affecting these people, and Beast is just kind of still, just kind of impressed by what these plants are doing, and you can tell that Sage is just kind of somewhat disgusted by her associate's thought process as far as this goes. The artwork while this story is progressing is actually pretty good, like the way they're taking the the flora and fauna. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then it turns out that they've actually got, uh, you know, they're joined by Manslaughter, who's another character I can't say I'm overly familiar with. I automatically assumed it was Man-Thing. No, he's, I read about him, like, a year ago, and it's pretty Bush League, but they, they pulled him off pretty well as a, as a, as a D-lister on this one. Yeah, uh, because apparently he was part of the, uh, Weapons Plus project against his will. What is he, weapon, like, 25? Something along those lines. But, uh, he's able to, you know, able to access these seeds. And freaking Beast is just really fascinated by everything to do with him as he cuts off his fingers. And just to see if they'll uh, grow on their own. You know, and he's just, you know... Ah, fascinating. Give me just a moment, please. As his fingers morph into little creatures. And he's like, and you know, manslaughter's just like, I'm not some plant you can prune whenever you please. And Beast just responds with, uh, actually, that's exactly what you are. So just like, just Beast's whole attitude change has been insanely interesting. It's like, been... Just, it's been a slow build, and I swear to fucking God, that's Dark Beast, and they haven't revealed it yet. There's no way regular-ass Beast would just amputate someone's fingers that yeah. easily. Yeah. But then the, uh, the little manslaughters end up going back into their host, kind of being reabsorbed, basically. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, manslaughter can, of course, control them if need be. And you know, you know, man, you know, manslaughter is just like before we, uh, before we do this, I want to talk with Krakoa, if I could, please. And that's kind of where that section ends. But then we end up in New Orleans, and we've got these uh, people praying, or worshiping the uh, the gateway to Krakoa, basically. And then we see Doctor Bloodroot walking up, and kind of talking about you know. How pathetic they are. And then he ends up turning into a half plant, half human hybrid and just 
massacring the lot of them. This this scene was something else, man. Like especially when um, God, I always forget the, the the name of the chick that like knows everything about computers and Sage. Sage, she's the Oracle. Mm-hmm. Watching it happen, like I mean, we've got is that that Psylocke? No, not Psylocke. We got Domino. We got Wolverine. Tin Omega, Beast, Jean Grey, at least a little bit. Yeah, it, it, that's that's a lot of heavy hitters for such a story that ended so quickly. Yeah. But yeah, no, Bloodroot ends up taking everybody he's possessed into the uh, into the portal to Krakoa with him. You know, come back and Manslaughter's trying to talk to Kokoa and learn everything they can about Dr. Bloodroot, since he's part plant, they can access everything about him. And they're just trying, trying to access all his history. And then right as they're doing that, all the, uh, the people possessed by Dr. Bloodroot are now on Kokoa. And freaking... Uh, Dr. Bloodroot, they end up finding Dr. Bloodroot back at his wife's grave. And they try to talk to him, but of course quickly uh, escalates as things do. Of course. And then before, next thing you know, his, uh, his wife's corpse crawls out of the grave. And she is also a now half zombie, half uh, plant hybrid. That was really upsetting, actually. Um... They went pretty far on that one. <laughs> a bit, yeah. Now, and they're over here talking about how mutants murdered his wife, and now they're going to get what they deserve. As, like, he just, you know, puts his arm around his dead wife's body. It's a swamp thing thing, and, but we're not dealing with man thing either. But we, mm-hmm. also, we also have the Wittershin, uh, that's a... Uh, it's a weird witch thing. It's a which way a spiral turns. Oh, okay. Wittershin on his uh, on his chest, um, absorbing her. Oh, uh, okay. The the pattern of the spiral, if it's going left or right, um, is a really hardcore cultist thing. Oh. Yeah, and I don't know if they did it on purpose, but. It's one of those things that I've been reading Constantine since I was a kid, and mm-hmm. um, I, those little things don't, you know, fall fall short of me. Like uh, it's not that I'm looking for them, but when but I see, you definitely notice them when they're there. Yeah, when I see occultist shit, like it 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 it, it springs out. Like uh, you ever saw, um, God, what's that one witch movie that came out a couple years ago? Um, not a hereditary. There, oh, okay. There's a scene where, within the first 15 mo- minutes of the movie, they, they 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 cross a like a power line, and on the power line, just like for just a brief second, you see a weird shit sigil. Uh, a sigil is a. You take all the, your intentions and you make it into one, like a logo or or, okay. a, or a symbol, and. Mm-hmm. They passed that, and they, they paused on it for 
just a second. I'm like, this is a witch movie. I had no idea what the movie was about. I just knew it was a horror movie. But the second I saw that, and it paused for just a second, and there, there's supernatural qualities going on here, and I don't know if I want supernatural qualities going on in Krakoa. I mean, like, uh, if we want to harken back to it, you know, that's when we first got John Constantine in uh, Swamp Thing. Yeah. And there's too much going on for that sort of thing, but uh, I might be looking too far into that. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're good. It's an interesting interesting concept that I don't have much experience in, so it's interesting to, like, get that take on it. Appreciate you. you know, especially with the whole thing about, you know, corpses coming back from the dead and whatnot. But, yeah, no, of course, the battle ensues. You know, he gets some plant creatures coming with him. You know, talking about how him and his wife always wanted children. And then next thing you know, freaking um, manslaughter here just absorbs Bloodroot's wife into him. And she's, he's just like, you know, and he just looks at her he's like, you know, this is your last chance, you know, let's go. She's gone, Dr. Bloodroot. And Bloodroot comes running at him fully... Fully turned into like a plant-human hybrid, and uh, manslaughter just stabs him in the guts, and then ends up throwing him into his wife's grave, where he else. just instantly deteriorates into a skeleton. That's more supernatural qualities there, man. Like uh, the the whole purpose of why he was alive was to mourn her, and you know honor her memory in some sense is to kill mutants but second he falls in her grave he deteriorates it's something else that's more John Constantine shit man nice yeah as soon as uh, as soon as he falls into the grave and deteriorates all everything that had taken him over is now or everything he'd taken over just dissipates I got and it. that's I got a big problem with all this, man. Like, the fact that humans got onto Krakoa, whether or not they were possessed by some magical being. Uh, the only time humans are allowed on Krakoa is if, like, the Hellfire Gala. But, like, each one was, like, registered and they knew which one was coming. The fact that something got past the plant, the plant life during mm-hmm. an issue where it's all about the plant life being intuitive... And the fact that Krakoa is all about plant life, um, I didn't buy this, man. I, I was really... This this issue pissed me off. <laughs> like, <laughs> you, you get some Z-Lots showing up. Uh, they're, they're trying to punch out Blob at his own goddamn bar. And, uh, got, by the way, Blob with his with his uh, Magnum P.I. Uh, mustache is fucking great. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's, that part's awesome, but yeah, I don't know, man. I, I mean, we don't necessarily know they don't have some type of innate mutant abilities, or maybe they just they don't want like they want to worship it, but they're not. They don't feel like they're ready for it yet. Could be any number of things. So either that or the fact that Bloodroot was possessing him, maybe was able to circumvent the process a little bit. I don't really know. Cool. I mean, it's enough of suspension and disbelief, I suppose. No, it was enough, but it still pissed me off. Yeah. 
But yeah, I know. Wolverine and Manslaughter are just kind of talking. Wolverine's like, he's not dead, is he? And Manslaughter's like, probably not. You know, a fallen tree becomes a nurse log for its seedlings. You know, just kind of basically see what happens. I did, you know, like, I did you, like the ending. This, this was a nice little wrap-up. Yeah, I kind of feel, I feel like him and Wolverine have some kind of, you know, history that we don't necessarily, that we don't know about or we just haven't been uh, made privy to yet. You know, the way, the way Wolverine's talking to him, it sounds like a couple of old friends. That's a great point, man. I, like, he really is. He doesn't calm down like that with, like, strangers. Yeah. But yeah, like the last little scene is Manslaughter walking into the forest, talking to Wolverine, being like, I'm glad you have a home of Kokoa. Now I know where to find you, and you know where to find me. I'm so I definitely get a feeling that, like, they're, you know, something, this, this is playing into something down the road. I'm loving that Wolverine is in his plenty shit of gear, man. Like, that's always been my favorite. Like, I, obviously, the action figures when he's in the, the yellow and the, the black and the. A little bit of the red belt, but the clandestine, mm -hmm. like the brown, the brown and the the yellow. It's always been oh. fucking great to me, man. It was yeah, a funny. Just seems like classic year. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, no, I mean it was it was a good issue. It was definitely like a filler issue, but like nothing, you know, no real meat and potatoes as we like to say, but. It was definitely, a, I mean, it, was, it wasn't a bad issue by any stretch of the imagination. It just kind of seems like some of that might be led to set up for other stuff down the road. I agree. We'll see how far that plane's, uh, uh, you know, just lays out, man. Because there's been a lot of uh, stories they've abandoned in the past, like, two years before Hickman took over. Like, mm -hmm. uh, after X-Men did the uh, the Imaginary World, um, what happened after Gene first came back, uh, the death of Dark Beast, uh, before Hickman took over, uh, Cyclops showed up, and they had that, we've talked about it before, um, and Sykes back, but, you know, trying to re-get re 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 the group back together, and, you know, Dark... Uh, I gotta show you this issue where Dark Beast just gets cut in half, but there is no goddamn way that that is regular ass beast. There's yeah, no, no, it definitely doesn't. It doesn't seem like it. just doesn't seem like Beast. Like, you know, I feel like if this was, there would have been some kind of like huge cataclysmic event to change him into this this style, this way of thinking. All of the dossiers just read as a cold-blooded bastard. Mm -hmm. Now, that's not what regular-ass Beast has ever been. He's been someone that's made mistakes. But ever since uh, Age of Apocalypse, when we got, you know, Dark Beast coming back with X-Men, Dark Beast is all about, you know, ends meet the means, you know, like... Yep. We we gotta we gotta kill a bunch of people <laughs> somehow. Especially yep. especially of all the dossiers that've gone on, like uh, you know how they redact things and they, we see like the Journal of Beasts and that sort of thing. We mm -hmm. have no insight except like maybe two or three little like dossiers about what Beast is not 
not noticing what Sinister's doing right now. Yeah. That's a big deal. Like, Sinister's fucking around with, like, indescribable things. Yeah. And, I mean, the thing about it is, like, you know, this is, you know, X-Men and their villains living together on this world. Like, it's it's not going to work out long term. No. Never, you know, we and we still got the fact that freaking Saber Two still down in that hole somewhere. That bothers me on every single issue. He's the only one that's gotten that punishment. Yeah. Of everybody, of all the times where people like tried to like steal some golden eggs and resurrect people that they weren't supposed to before Protocol or uh, what's going on in Way X right now. Um, mm-hmm. Something going on. Yeah, something's definitely going on. We just got to figure out, you know, figure out what and figure out with who. And it's a mystery. Mystery. We do love a good mystery here on the minefields. Oh, dude, dude, I got a, uh, I got a free Scooby Doo comic book out of that Muse bin. Oh, nice. And uh, I'm hoping if I can get off work early on Friday or Thursday or tomorrow, actually. Uh, to go to that Flintstones meeting that Escape Velocity's doing. Um, maybe that hot oh, chick, that's right. Oh. Yeah, maybe that hot chick that works at the mortuary is going to be there. Not going to lie, it's kind of a weird type. Would you expect anything less from me? No, no. Or that bar rolling badass Mr. Uh, Rob Ryzen? <laughs> I hear he's undefeated in all bar battles. Undefeated. <laughs> but let's uh let's sign off, man. We got some newer to talk about, guys. We can't record it because obviously it's behind the scenes and newer is coming back. We it's I can't fucking wait, man. Nah, me neither, man. Freaking less than a month. Uh, month to the day. Well, now it's the nineteenth. It's after midnight, so less than a month. Dum dum dum. Month, you're gonna have your. Uh, you can have your cake and eat it too. A hundred percent, man. You're gonna have your. Uh, you're gonna be out there running, doing a commentary, making sure it's going uh, great back uh, front stage. I'm gonna be backstage, making sure that the pretty pictures are being taken and uh, the right video is being taken. I just. Uh, the only thing I lament is I really want to figure out a way to get Jason here, man. It just doesn't feel right without Jason. No, I agree, man. Freaking, we can make it happen. We'll definitely will. Just gotta freaking, just gotta wait for the stars to align on that one. The kingpin, man, like he's, he's running things down in, in Florida. Well, he's doing a great job at what he's got. So. No, I'm proud of him, man. I, I actually really love uh, chatting with him. He always sends me like, oh, I'm just chilling with my family, you know. Haven't got anyone at the school. His his uh, giant born, but now has an air conditioner. Um, yeah. I just want him to succeed because he's a great guy and gets great designs and he's a goddamn great wrestler and a good friend. Yep. Yeah. No, I could not agree more on any of that. Here's the Mr. Jason, the Kingpin. People, the Kingpin. Uh, it's my turn to <laughs> sign off, guys. This is Minefields. We've been concentrating on stories, friendship, being badasses. We got a fed. We got a fad. <laughs> we got a fad. We're going to the ship. Going to the ship. Tell me you've seen Hardball. 
Sure. <laughs> we go to the ship. This is dangerous, and this transmission is over. G guys, thanks for tuning to Minefields. Hit us up with some emails.